concerned about my well being. Why are you record? Why are you? What am I saying? Why are you uh, uh, worried mumbling about, about your well-being? No, my, I think my parents might be worried about my well-being. Oh, why? What's happened? Because they're like, what are you eating for the podcast? I'm like, Popeyes again. had <laughs> 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 it last night. For those of you listening, yeah, Cyrus has had... You started already? Yeah, I'm recording. Ooh, that was some Sne- real life talk. Selfie. That was 100% me right there. <laughs> yeah, you've had Popeyes, what, three times this week? Three, yeah. Nice. Not an enormous amount of Popeyes. But no, so good. Yeah, it's it's underrated if anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eighty-five of the Food for Thought podcast. I am your host. My name is Sean. I'm here with my co-host Devon. Yes. And I'm here with my co-host Cyrus. Yes. <laughs> that was a pretty pretty nice, calm, nice and calm, huh? nice calm uh, uh, beginning. It's placed. Yeah, it's it's brought CBD my energy oil. levels a bit down. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, schneef some caffeine, schneef and it. then I'm gonna be nice and good. Um, if you don't know what we are, we are a bi-weekly kung fu cinema podcast, martial arts cinema podcast. Basically, I'm trying to get Devin and Cyrus into martial arts cinema. Uh, not gonna doing happen. <laughs> not <laughs> Eat doing another a, eighty. <laughs> not doing a very good job so far, but some. Some are good. I'm enjoying it. Yes, I mean, obviously, it's we're having a we're having a grand old time. Cyrus, not necessarily so. Mm-hmm. Nah, son. <laughs> um, this week we are discussing the 2001 movie. Uh, <laughs> 2001 movie. Do you get it? Because it's called the one. The one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jet Li's the one. Um, but before we do that, we're going to jump into. Uh, have we seen anything? Watched anything? Podcast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Patreon. Uh, people. What? Let's talk about it. Oh yeah, that's right? um. Let's get those. Uh, get I'm not on my game. I need to come on, Sean. No, we come never. On, do that. That. We never oh. do that. Oh, my headphones yeah, out. My headphones falling out. I've just dropped my phone. Uh, things Popeyes are happening. Is too good. We're we're relaxing. Okay, so yes. Uh, just to let everyone know. <laughs> just to let everyone know. Obviously, we're a podcast, and we have a Patreon as well for the measly amount of some dollars. I don't know the exact <laughs> amount, but some three, dollars. Three, five, and seven. Is it three, five, and seven? Isn't it? Yes, I think you're right. For three, five, or seven dollars a month, uh, we will give you additional content. It's typically me doing movie reviews and updates to my collection, um, which sounds boring, but it's really exciting. I make it really, really interesting. And then every single episode, you get this episode, and then you get what's called Foo for Thought Uncut, which is me. Cyrus and Devon talking about circumcisions. Yeah, Phil. <laughs> now, it's just us talking, yeah, just kind of Some randomness. off the record, just talking about life and porn and crazy stuff. We had a and our anxieties and yeah, and conversation before. We, right. This. We did. We didn't that would probably make it to there. More yes, than like absolutely. Yeah. So we yeah, we just talk about crazy stuff we wouldn't usually talk on this oh so professional podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, before we go any further, I would like to thank our current patrons. And they would be drumroll please. Please, both of you stop. <laughs> that was fucking awful. I was making fun of hers. Oh, okay, good. okay. Sorry. Anyway, they are Amok.pal, Cameron Smith, Quio Kaze, Rama, uh, Ryan Varil, aka The Disconnected. Check out his YouTube channel. Tristan Glover, aka Martial Arts Film Freak. Check out his YouTube channel because next week you might see a certain someone on there. 
That's me. I was on. Hello. <laughs> uh, Jack Chu, Art School Dropouts. Check out their YouTube channel. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eloquent. Check out his brand new album. It's dope as hell. James Glennie, Don Jitsu. It's Topher 9000. Tina, a.k.a. Sky Verval, And Benjamin Dyson. They are our current patrons. And if you'd like to become a patron, we will thank you. Can I just say that Don Jitsu is a great name? It is very good. It is very good. And I will say something. He's also the nicest man on the planet. Uh, he messages me every so often and we have a little chat and he's a very, very nice person. Yeah. You get cool points for the cool name. Yeah. We're lucky. I think a lot of our listeners are very cool. I don't think I've ever come across someone who's messaged me and like been a dildo and I've just been like, oh, I don't want you listening. They've all been very, very nice. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know. It's weird that we attract nice people. Because <laughs> we are just terrible. So, <laughs> we're terrible people. We're just so hateful of each other and each other's beliefs. Um, you watched anything, Cyrus? Anything good? Ooh, baby, I like the way. Um, it's, ooh, baby, I love your way. Well, that's my song. <laughs> Every I day. I started it. <laughs> you wrote it. Who's that song by? No, I don't know. I don't know. I need to why. Me. Because I really. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings trailer. How do you feel like about that? Oh, really? There's nothing there. Oh, I'm on board. It looks like the original shows, though. It looks good. They captured the essence of Lord of the Rings, I feel. I'll give you that, I guess. Here's the thing. It looks gorgeous. Very curious. You look gorgeous. Thank you. Got him. <laughs> it looks gorgeous. <laughs> it, With the compliment. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very curious about, about it. But, I mean, I feel like, you know... The movies, the original three, were just so great. Yeah, th- I think this and, looks good. And so I just am slightly worried that it won't. This show won't draw me in. Like it's the origins movies. of Sauron. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I'm just ner- like, for instance, as a as an example. But then again, it's not like those movies were really great. What movie? I was just thinking of the comparing newer like Lord a, of the Rings, right? No, no, no. I was just thinking like um, in terms of like a movie, and then beca- and then there's a show. You're thinking of the Amazing Rush Hour series. No. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, there wasn't a show. A Rush yeah, Hour show. Was. Yes, there was. There? Yeah, it oh, lasted like h- half a season. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. mean, just recently, something that we just watched, Resident Evil. But then I was just like, the oh, movies boy. weren't great. Have you watched that? I didn't make it through the first episode. We finished I the said, first episode. I said, nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting yeah. We finished the first episode, and I kind of want to watch the second, but it is absolutely garbage, the okay. first, yeah. cool. first episode. Think that's good to know. I was just... I, Oh yeah, I might continue without Devin. I stuck it out just to be like, let's see where this goes. But yeah, in general, I was just like, I'm not enjoying it. It's not good. It's not good. I was kind of confused as to how much I didn't care. I've just thought something. Yeah, maybe on Food for Thought Uncut tonight, Mm -hmm. we might if every if the stars align, we take the Viagra together. (laughs) We might be able to give them a live reaction to the Black Panther two trailer. Because people are saying it's hitting tonight. Got my mask on. Or here. They're releasing the Black Panther No, we can Panther just do it audibly. Trailer. Audibly? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> audibly. Yeah, oh, apparently. Yeah, I know nothing about it. They might be releasing Black Panther 2 trailer. Um, uh, I've, I've heard lots of rumors about Marvel recently and what they're doing in the future. Some of it's very exciting to me. Some of it is not so exciting to me. But I won't talk about them because so much of it is rumors and probably bullshit. But uh, if they do release a trailer, that'd be cool. Yeah, because I have no fucking clue what's happening or what's in it or who's Black Panther or anything about it. I'm Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. I know something that we've been watching that we've finished. Oh, yeah? The Bear. <sighs> if you could Cyrus? see me right now. Cooking show? 
so good. It's good. It's, it's the, not a cooking show, but it's a it show. It takes place in a in a in a restaurant. In a restaurant. It's the best show of the year by so far. So good, Cyrus. It's a it's a tense show. Oh my god, I had an anxiety attack during, during one of the episodes. I was so stressed. It's so good though. It's pure chaos. Every episode is pure chaos, but there's so much humanity to it and the yeah. characters are so great and likable even though some of them are shitty people. They're, it's basically a show, show about war. It's it's interesting. I know it's about food, but like the chaos and the like we're going to make it, man. And kind like, you're of, okay. But there's no competing restaurants in this. It's everyone competing a, kind of against each other in the kitchen. It's just like inner kitchen chaos. Uh, it's it's incredible, and it's so dramatic, and it's so. Should I give him just a short synopsis? Yeah. So this guy, his name's Carmi. Um, Carmi, 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 Chameleon. Basically, his he brother owned this uh, restaurant, this shitty kind of like takeout like restaurant in Chicago. Uh, in Chicago, and he kills himself, and he leaves the restaurant oh. to Carmi. And Carmi is like this world-renowned like Michelin star chef, and so he comes back home to take over this restaurant and try to make it good, and just dealing with the fallout of owning this shitty restaurant, trying to make it better. Yeah, his brother killing himself. Oh, and yeah, so, so it, fucking good. You imagine someone who's had all the, like he's got all the genius of a Michelin star restaurant, and he's been in these fine dining experience where everything runs like clockwork. And he's in this, and he ends up running shop. a Jimmy John's. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's fucking incredible. It's such a good show, and so I, good. I'm very annoyed that they've uh, said there's going to be a second season because the first season wraps it up when it perfectly. Ends, uh, it ends beautifully, and I'm mm-hmm. just like done. I was done. just like, this is a perfect yeah. number of episodes. Loved it. And I can just let it wash over me and be done. And I cannot imagine where they would go from here. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Very I, good. I, we, I cannot stress how good this show is Hulu? and how much I recommend it. Netflix? It's, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Everyone, um, 100%, you need to watch this fucking show. Probably also a show that I have very rarely seen a show with this much cursing in it. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, like there's a fuck yeah. every two seconds in this show and it's yeah. wonderful it's great so good yeah really really fantastic every episode show. perfect and uh yeah that's well worth a watch a uh, film that we watched recently Thor, hmm? Thor. oh, have oh we yeah we did about Thor. we saw Thor. we went and saw it after we recorded the oh, last we episode. haven't talked about we saw Thor. Thor Love and Thunder I'll let Devin go first it's fine I knew that was coming it's, it's not fine. great it's fine right nothing it's happens not right? <sighs> The more I think about it, the less I like it. So everything that made Ragnarok so great, uh, they tried to recreate in Love and Thunder, but it just wasn't hitting. No, that's it. None of the jokes hit. Mm. Maybe, it's maybe it, entertaining. I just about yeah. I is it? It's entertaining. There are a few moments where I thought were you know a bit chuckle worthy. He didn't think so. Nope. Um, he, I. <laughs> Russell Crowe is in it. I kind of enjoyed Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe is garbage in it. Sean did not like Russell Crowe. Oh, he's... Uh, he's Zeus. He's Zeus. And he's doing this... He's doing an Italian accent, he's even doing though he's it a like Greek a Super god. Mario. Like, yeah. I l- fucking loved it. No. I thought it was Trash. hysterical, because it was just so over-the-top and ridiculous. Can I ask you then, Devin, would it be in your bottom five Marvel films? <sighs> would it be in my bottom five? Oof. What are the worst Maybe. It, I think it might be in my bottom three. Thor 2 is the only one yeah. I remember. That's Thor 2 is the Dark worst. Dark World is the worst. I, maybe. I, I don't love Ant-Man 2. 
Oh, Ant Man. Really love in Ant- general. Oh, I like the first Ant Man. The first one, yeah, I didn't really. Good. Yeah, the second the one, the second one was meh. And anyone who messages me after this fucking episode comes into my inbox mm-hmm. with Eternals Fuck slander. It. I will powerbomb your grandmother. Like a, yeah. You're going to powerbomb me, bro. Eternals, Eternals is, is solid. dope. Eternals, Eternals is eternally is trash. You are so wrong. Disagree. With the hard A's. No, it's it. good. It's good. But yeah, Thor, Love and Fun- Thunder. It's Taika Waititi trying to make it funnier than Ragnarok. And many of the jokes fail. And sadly, the action doesn't work. It's just not that great. I bet the producers or whatever or the big the big dogs were like do it again i think so we're gonna give you more money bitch yeah he's like well i can't really do that again it's gonna be something different they're like I do like, it i like Monkey. seeing i like seeing natalie portman as thor natalie I portman she, i wish she would have done a bit more well, but she, i enjoyed it did she really get yoked up like that yeah like it yeah her arms are massive I, yeah, in the are. commercials like no way she did that yeah, yeah. she she looks huge and i hope to be honest that she's gonna be the thor going forward but She's not, because Chris Hemsworth is going to do another film, Thor film. Um, I tell you, who's, someone told Christian Bale, uh, Christian Bale, uh, this is actually uh, a Shakespearean drama, because he's putting fucking work into this film. Yeah, he was good. He's amazing. A lot of people yeah. say he's a boring villain. He's putting all his dramatic chops into this, and he's great. Awesome. Yeah, he's really good. This is one uh, scene with him and like a group of kids, and he was creepy as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's or <laughs> the god he butcher. He's, yeah, he he's was good like stuff. leaning into being a creepy bad guy and scaring these children, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, he's pretty good. But uh, I don't feel like I want to watch it anytime soon. I, I really yeah, didn't I probably like it that wouldn't much either. Um, nowhere near, not even close to being in the like top five films of the year. Uh, speaking of Thor and gods and Vikings and people like that, oh, right. we watched The Northman as well. Yeah, with Mr. Alex- Alexander Skarsgård. Now, you want to talk about a good film? Yeah, that was good. I loved The Northman, and the more good. I think about it, the more I like it. It's really, really good. Uh, for those wondering about The Northman, like I was, um, it is not an action film. No. Uh, there is not many fights in it at all. It's a revenge thriller drama type thing. Uh, but it's fantastic. Everyone acts in it wonderfully. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy and her weird face is in it. Um, Skarsgård is shredded. Uh, Willem Dafoe is in it for 4.6 seconds. Yep. Um, he, he gets on his knees and howls like a dog. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. It was very good. Just a very, it's a slow burn. And it is. The, the moments of fighting or when they happen, very enjoyable. Yeah, the, um, they're not what you think. I'm not going to go into it, but the action is staged in a very interesting way. It focuses more on the person who's fighting and not actually who he's stabbing and hitting. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. Some of like stabs and stuff are slightly off screen, and they're focusing on mm. Alexander Skarsgård. And I think it's to show the emotion that he's. And it's very interesting. Of course, as an action fan, I'm like, no, 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 that's not what we should be seeing. That's what a real fight would be like. Exactly. You're not when you're attacking someone. You're not looking at your fists hitting them. Exactly. Or the knife yeah. going into them. You're looking at their face. Yeah. And then uh, the end of the film, however, we're not going to spoil anything, but there is an action scene towards the end of the film, and that is like a proper action scene, and it shows everything, and it's. Yeah. Very good. Um, it's uh, two naked men fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see zero dong. I know. What a jip. Disappointed. <laughs> but hey, there was something else as well that we saw that I've got in my notes. Uh, oh, I've started watching Banshee. 
Oh. Um, yeah, the film, the, not the film, the show that was on Cinemax. Everyone talked about it as being like this amazing, amazing, <laughs> amazing like action thriller show, and it is really fucking good. I'm almost done with season one. Um, it's your very, very typical Cinemax show. In the, <laughs> it's ultra violent, and there is a ton of nudity in it, like way more than I expected. I'm trying to because I know I remember I started it with you or we yeah. were watching it years ago separately, but you know, but still watching it and I don't I don't remember a thing about it. It's so good. It's really, really because, enjoyable. Um, Justin um I don't know his name. No, not is, isn't it, he the no, guy from The Boys? No. It's not the same guy that plays Homelander? I don't think so. Oh, isn't it? Am I an idiot? Hang on. Oh fucking hell. I think I've been a moron. I don't think so, babe. You check that while I'm talking, uh, while I'm sipping my drink. Isn't it Justin? Um... I apologize to everyone. God damn it. I just took a sip from my drink. Oh, my God. And as I was sipping, him. I went, uh. <laughs> I made all your noise directly into the microphone. I'm <laughs> very wrong. Sorry, that is him, right? That is him. Then what show am I talking about? Yeah, it was a pleasant noise. It was just like a, uh, I'm enjoying this sip. <laughs> you, ever, you ever have those that are involuntary? Oh, all the time. About. All the time. Yeah. Devin makes weird noises all the oh, time. Oh, I'm thinking of, I think I'm thinking of The Leftovers. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Homelander's in it. It's really good. Um, and uh, there's a woman who has a, uh, 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 she's naked in a scene and her pubis is shaved into the, uh, into a crucifix. Oh, dear. Mm. Yeah. And, uh. Impressive. That's all I'm going to say. Praise God. Yeah, praise be to God. Do you want to get into the film? Yeah. All right. 2001's The One, directed by James Wong. He only directed two other movies after this, which was Final Destination 3 and Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, dear. <laughs> no wonder. Oh, dear. And everyone knows that Dragon Ball Evolution is obviously one of the worst films ever made. Final Destination 3, is that the one with the roller coaster? It's fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's I not like bad. It. Uh, starring Jet Li, Jason Statham, Carla Gugino, and Delroy Lindo. Is it Gugino? Is that how you say her name? Gugino. Gugino. Oh, I always say Gugino. Gino, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's Gugino. I always say Cugino. Oh. Just in my brain, I know that's wrong. Yeah. But it's oh, Gugino. Gugino. Okay, Carla Gugino. Uh, action, Gugino. <laughs> action choreographed by Corey Yoon, uh, the legendary... Corey we Yoon. know him, right? We do. He's he directed Fong Sai Yuk, and we covered Fong Sai Yuk, and he's probably fucking choreographed like half the films him, we've yeah. done. Um, he choreographed Romeo Must Die. Okay, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff that's very similar to that in this. Yeah. Uh, the budget for this film was forty nine million dollars, and it made a worldwide box office of seventy two million dollars. So probably made its money back. Yeah. And it's currently riding at a sweet 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, Roger Ebert said about this film, The movie offers brainless, high-tech action without interesting dialogue, characters, motivation, or texture. Yeah, In other words, Ooh. it's sure to be popular. Which is, wow. Ooh, burn. Fired. Yeah, burn. burn. Seeing Indeed. a movie like this makes me feel bad that I applied such high stakes to last week's Donnie Darko, which also deals with logical paradoxes and by comparison is a masterpiece. Well, first of all, who is this, Ebert or the other? Uh, this yeah. is Roger Ebert. Ebert. Yeah. All right, Ebert. 
Donnie Darko is a masterpiece, regardless of who you yeah. are. I bought it recently, and I haven't rewatched it, but I'm looking forward to rewatching it. Is actually terrifying. It, uh. it for me. Yeah. It fucks with you. It fucks with you, dude. It fucks I with you to, real, to watch real it again. hard. Like I haven't watched it in years, but I remember. Yeah. Is it, it PG-13? Yeah, it's definitely PG-13. It, is it? Well, you yeah, will so. remember that you watched it afterwards. It fucks with you. Yeah, it's it watch it. I don't remember anything about it. Nothing. Apart from those weird lines that come out people's chests. Right, like where they're going? Yeah, where they're going, yeah. And the plane. I actually remember watching the film and not understanding it either. Oh, I don't know what's happening. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. Yeah, yeah, it's confusing, but I still feel like it fucks with you. Like Rest, a in, lot. Rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. Indeed. Yeah. Right. Um, He's a pedophile. Yep. In that film. Oh, I thought you were just like <laughs> no, I mean, someone random. No, no, he's in the film. He plays yeah, a yeah. plays a pedophile. Is Drew Barrymore in that film? Huh? Is Drew Barrymore in? No, I don't remember her being no. in there. Uh, Kristen Stewart. Wait, <laughs> Kristen Stewart. There's a, his girlfriend. Film. Oh no, I don't know her name. Oh, I know exactly. She Jenna Malone. Like Jenna Malone. I don't know who that is. Um, also, Maggie oh, Gyllenhaal is in it. He plays his sister. She yeah. plays his sister. Yeah. I think Jenna Malone plays his girlfriend. Jen Malone is in Sucker Punch as well. She is. Yes. That's the one. Got it. Thought so. And then my last... Uh, Drew my Barrymore. Oh, yeah. She's a teacher. Fucking, I Drew know Barrymore my shit. Drew Barrymore is in it. I haven't even seen this film since it came out, but I still know my stuff. Yeah, she's the, the broad that says cellar door is the most uh, yes beautiful word ever created. Yes. I do remember that. Uh, two more... Well, three more facts about this film. Uh, Dwayne Johnson was originally meant to star. Yeah, I read that on IMDb. He was originally meant to be in the film instead of Jet Li. I read Obviously, that. would not. They <laughs> were talking about Donnie Darko. <laughs> no. God damn it! No, fucked me up. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. Obviously, this wouldn't have been a kung fu film. This isn't a kung fu film, by the way. It just has one martial arts fight in it. Um, it was released in two thousand one, but weirdly, in the UK, it was released in two thousand four. I don't know why there was a three-year gap between here and the uh, UK. And then a really interesting fact, and actually this is a film that we haven't talked about that we should talk about. Kei Hui Kwan assisted Corey Yoon on the fight choreography. And he is otherwise known as the current lead in Everything Everywhere All at Once, a.k.a. Short Round from really? Indiana Jones. He helped choreograph these fights. Really? Yep. And we recently watched Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Uh, it's a masterpiece. It's uh, one of the best films of the year. It's fantastic. Devin didn't like it as much as I did, but she still liked it. Yeah, I still thought it was yeah fantastic. Yeah, it's a really, really good film. Um, we're not going to do it for the podcast because there's not that much kung fu action in it. But basically, what, every, what everyone is saying about Everything Everywhere All at Once, they're right. It's wonderful. Um. Yeah, they're the only facts I had about the film. I do have something about the styles, but we'll go into that later. Um, opinions. Opinions on the film. <laughs> Since Cyrus has his mouth full of mac and cheese right now, mm-hmm. Evan, what do you feel about the one? I mean, it's not good. <laughs> yeah! Firstly, yeah. how dare you? It's not a good film. How dare you? You know, I mean... It's a modern masterpiece. Yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say. Is it shit? Yeah, it's kind of shit, isn't it? Like, uh, like I was thinking I was going to bring this up later, but, like, in uh, Jet Li's, like, Hollywood, like, films, I feel like, and bringing up another uh, collaboration with uh, Jason Statham, I would watch War over the one. Okay. It's not good. And War isn't very good either. War is not good. War is not <laughs> but good. But I, w- I would watch war over this. Okay. Okay. 
I used to like it. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't think it was great, but I used to years ago. I feel like I used to, you know, I found it this to be enjoyable. I used to. No, it's not enjoyable. It's not. No. Okay. I don't think so. Cyrus, it's bad. How, how do you? It's bad. It's bad. shit. Is it shit? Hmm. It's certainly in the so bad it's good category. Okay. There are there are parts that I went wow and I liked it. <laughs> okay. Taking the aspect out of it, taking the so bad it's good or so funny like that it's a real yeah, movie. I don't, even, I don't know if it's, I would like, classify I'm, I'm this looking at so this, bad it's good yeah. as it's a real movie. You're a movie critic. Yeah. Hot awful. Right. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, it's not the worst I've ever seen, but it is not a good movie. Um. The the problem I realize is like whatever our friend Ebert said, whoever the fuck that guy yeah. is, that clown. Um, the dialogue is unbelievable, and the characters have no weight to them whatsoever. Zero. Somehow, I don't give a shit about any of the Jet Lees. I might even like the evil one more, <laughs> just because I've seen him more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Jason Statham's doing the weirdest accent I've ever heard. Oh, we're gonna get into that in a minute. We're gonna get into uh, that. They, they talk about his past, but they don't. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, just tell me something to care about. Yeah. Um, this film is. Car- I don't care what anyone says. Carlo Linguini. This film is fucking shite. It's terrible. It's okay. You can watch it and enjoy it and laugh at it. That's fine. As an actual film, and in in a, watching it with a critical eye. It's awful. It's mm-hmm. all, and it's one of Jet Li's worst of the, of his Hollywood films. Absolutely, it's fucking one of Jet Li's worst. Full stop. Oh, it's probably his worst. I I I'd have to watch Cradle to the Grave again. I don't with the one with DMX. I don't remember that one very well. Uh, I feel like if DMX oh, is in it, it can't be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the Buddy Cop? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, with DMX. Um, it's th- this film is horrendous and one of the worst things about it is that the director just i don't know what he's doing i don't know what he's doing in this film some parts it feels like the director's trying to make us laugh fucking with us like his intro i was like okay is this real (laughs) there are a lot of universes deal with it Oh, it gets Shit's going up. It gets crazy after that. But yeah, there's moments where it's just like, okay, the director's kind of in on the joke, and then there's some parts where I'm like the director's taking this super seriously, and it's awful. So I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. Oh, he's not. There's no joking. There's no joke. He's just yeah, trying to make a, a good film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the one, and for the, all those people that messaged me and they're just like, I love the one. It's my favorite film from my childhood. What you're doing. <laughs> Is having nostalgia for that yes. film. You're thinking back for, to when you were seven years old and watched the movie, and we're just like, "This is great." Watch it now; it's fucking. I had terrible. nostalgia. Yeah, the music and the see. The, I didn't have the um, graphics. Yeah, I didn't have nostalgia at all for this one, but yeah, I think neither. it's we're slightly older than you, so maybe it was beyond our time. Yeah, when I was two thousand one. Yeah, twenty years ago, I was seventeen. Yeah, I was like thirty-five. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely I had this on V I had this on bootleg VHS. I had it on, I've had the DVD. Yeah, I had this. Oh, I didn't even buy it on DVD. I just had it on VHS, and I got it from like a shady marketplace in North Wales. So I think I purchased it because I it, because of Romeo Must Die. Yeah. And I enjoyed Romeo Must Die, and plus I was a big like Aaliyah fan, and Aaliyah was in Romeo. So I was just like, yay! Jet. So I was just like, and I I, and then also because of um, um. 
Which is a good one. Can you believe this came out the same year as Kiss of the Dragon? Thank you. It came out the the same year. And because of Kiss of the Dragon, that's why I bought this. (sighs) Kiss of the Dragon is so fucking good. Kiss of the Dragon compared to this is fucking... That's a masterpiece. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So no good. We'll jump into the film. I've got got some notes. Uh, I've got plenty to say about this film. Mm -hmm. Um, Firstly, it's cool that they used the term multiverse long before the MCU was doing it. (laughs) Well, on film. On film. On film, that's what I'm saying. On film. The MCU, meaning the cinematic universe. Yeah. But obviously not the comics. Um, so, right. This film starts... I've got to I've got to talk about it. So this film starts and you're in a police locker room, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the bunch of police gearing up. And to tell you that it's the future, this is the dumbest thing. To tell you, oh, hey, guys, this isn't modern times. This is the future. When the police... Put not the future, another universe. Sorry, another future universe, though, it feels like. It yeah, seems futuristic. Fancy guns. Yes. When but there's no time travel, so it's just another universe. Is there? There's no time travel. It's just another universe. It's just a more, probably a more technically, Spoiler. technologically advanced <laughs> okay. uh, universe. It's not the future. It's just another universe. All right. More advanced. Anyway, to imply that they're a more advanced universe, when they put a magazine in their gun, which in this universe, you put a magazine in the gun and it goes click, right? In this universe, it goes like a little robot noise. Oh, I didn't even notice. Oh that. my god, it sounds like a little robot like turning its head. I say, like, why would it make that? It's standard bullets, normal bullets. Why would it make a robot noise when putting? Oh, I just knew it was a different universe because the guns looked futuristic. Oh, what you mean the ones with lights on, little yeah. blue glowing lights? Mm-hmm. This film, man, this film is something else. So immediately, I was just like, okay, all right. They get geared up. And they go to a prison cell. And who's there sitting in the prison cell doing the worst acting you've ever seen? It's Jet Li. Jet Li is playing a character called, did you catch this character's name? Lawless. 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 <laughs> and he is hunched over and he's like clucking. He's like, yeah, he's like shaking around. I don't know what he, yeah, what he I don't know doing. what he's doing. I, they've probably told him just act like a bad guy and he's just gone with it. And it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're introduced to Jet Li, and obviously, um, spoiler alert, every single character he plays on this is a play on law, whether it's his last name or whatever it may be, and in this world, he's lawless. Genius. Um, so they take him outside. Uh, they're obviously trans- transporting him they're to trans- another prison yeah, or something. Yeah, transferring him, yeah. And our main bad version of Jet Li. Who's called? Hulaw. 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 Yeah, I'd love it if his name was Hugh Law, but <laughs> Hugh it's Law. it's not Hugh Law. Hugh Law. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm Hugh Law. Yeah, uh, shoots Lawless. He does shoot Lawless and absorbs his essence or yeah, life sure. force or sure. whatever. Would you like to explain how that works? Yeah, please oh. tell us the science behind it. So, and Jason Statham, because I made a note about this, I was just like, how does this work? But Jason Statham did kind of mention it later on, um, how they're all. Every version of yourself in all these different multiverses are kind of, I guess, connected. Yeah. And when you, if one dies, then that connection, that life force, that essence or whatever gets divided between the rest of them. Yes. And so, so Ula's goal is, you know, every time that he kills one of his other versions, he gets more of that life force. He gets stronger. He gets faster. He gets smarter. 
And so he believes that when he kills all of them, <laughs> when he kills all of them, he'll become like some sort of godlike person. And how many has he killed? He has killed 123. Yes. And how many are there? I'm, a, I, I'm doing the math, 125. There's so only 124. Well, because, I mean, not including Oh, including himself. him, sorry. Yeah. So there's just one more left. So I love the fact that in this multiverse, there's not infinite, like they say in the MCU. There's only 125 universes, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy to me. Uh, but yes, he absorbs uh, 124's power. And he um, he gets caught by uh, he the multi the multiverse police. Did anyone notice also that the the guns again? I'm hooked. I'm just hooked on these guns because they're so ridiculous, right? The guns that the the the, the guys that are transporting it, they are both machine guns and shotguns. Did anyone notice that? Yeah, that was kind of cool. It, oh, it's so dumb, though. It's dumb. It's so, your gun doesn't need to be both. because they, oh, It's so dumb. But yes, it's it's a funny thing that they both fire like scattered pellets and also machine gun shots. And also, when they're shooting those machine guns, they're really shooting those machine guns. Those bullets oh, yeah. are flying out of the side like crazy. Oh, yeah. There's a scene later on where... I'll get to it in a minute. Um, yes, so... Uh, he gets, how does he get... Oh, yeah, Jason gets, Statham. Yeah, by Jason Statham and Delroy Lindo, the multiverse police. Who Jason Statham, who for probably about 45 minutes of this film, I thought his name was Fudge. It's like Budge or... It's look fudge. at the notes, oh, baby. Oh, it's Here Fudge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you think he was called Fudge, too? It was a little more than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, talk amongst yourselves. This okay. So, yeah, Fudge and Delroy Lindo, whose character's name I do not know, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, come around the corner... And how do they get him? I don't even remember. Oh, uh, Delroy Lindo hits him with a car. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and then, like, right before... Oh, so the way that they travel between these universes, they explain, is some sort of black hole opens, uh, which connects all the universes, and that's how you travel. Yeah, it's like and a so wormhole. Kind of, right? Yeah, like a wormhole. But they refer to it as a black hole. Yeah, which and makes so no they, sense, because a black hole and like, so sucks in matter and kills in, people. I guess Delroy Lindo's like, universe, they figured out like the technology to be able to forecast when these wormholes will pop up. And so Delroy, right before one pops up, Delroy Lindo hits Eula with a car. Yep. And they go to their universe and uh, for him to be uh, convicted of his crimes of mur- oh. murdering all his, other, all his other versions. We skipped about a million funny things that happens. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, like, the, yeah. So the music, obviously. So when that. Well, yeah. firstly, can we go to Cyrus's comments about fudge? I heard. Bunch. A bunch. That's what I heard too. I thought oh. it was like I thought it was like bunch or budge or something like that. Oh. First one was bunch. Okay. The second one was fudge. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when I put the subtitles on. His name's Funch. Funch. Yes, Funch. Um, yeah, I thought his name when when they first called his name, I was like, Jason Jason's called Fudge. Um, so there's a fir- yeah. So the first action sequence we get, everyone knows about the famous action sequence from uh, the one. The fact he can slow people. I don't know what magic he has. So um, I think because he's, he's moving so fast. Yeah, he's <laughs> just not how physics works. Right. That's what my, I made a note about how is how's gravity working or is it just a matter of us trying, you know, them trying to make us believe that he's just moving that fast. But I'm sorry. Yeah. But, Jay, but Jet Li, he's not a runner. Well, but, but, and, so, <laughs> and so just watching him, 
He does. So just watching him run, and then when they do whatever it is that they do to make him like speed him up to where like he's running oh like faster God. than a car. Well, but no. But first of all, but also, can we just make a, a, a note about the music? Well, before that, I just want to say the floor. We're, we're, we're shitting on the film a lot, but the slow motion stuff—it still looks cool. I mean, sure, it I looks think, cool. But I think it's... when the bodies go up in the air and he like hits them down, I, I think that still looks I'm cool. The fact that. As Devin just said, let the bodies hit the floor is playing in the background. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Their Good choice stuff. their choice for the soundtrack. So oh. I wrote down I wrote down all the please don't jump ahead to the yeah. to the wonderful music cue. Yeah. Wah. Oh my god. Yeah. Why why they went with like New Metal. New metal. Yeah. Hey, it was two thousand one, baby. That's what for new- every song <laughs> every song. New though. metal. It was all about new metal. Um, so yeah, he does all this cool shit, then he runs away, and, um, yeah, I, I, some, some, some of the fight stuff looks good, but he's running away, and the special effects of him running are terrible. Yeah, they're not good. And then, this light, so, the police are chasing him in a car, and Jet Li's apparently, like, running super fast. One of the police just goes, holy shit, he's doing 50. Yeah. No one talks like that. If you saw a guy running, fa- you'd just be like, "What the what fuck is going this? on?" I'd be like, "Holy, sh- oh my, I, I, uh, right? I'm, Holy like, shit, he's doing fifty. Yeah, he's doing fifty. I'd be like, are you seeing this? Like something exactly. like I one hundred percent would have just stopped, pulled that car over, and just be like, done. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> world I'm in. I'm done. I am done. <laughs> if, uh, if a human person is running that fast, I don't need to be involved. I, I, guess in I it. wouldn't even say anything. I wouldn't be able yeah. to speak. I yeah. would just be like, I there's, understand. do you know what I, I do? Don't need to, I don't need to go anywhere near that. I'd, I'd say, holy shit, he's doing 50. That's yeah. exactly the words that come out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, Jason Statham's accent, is it New York he's going for? I don't know what he's trying to it do. It sounds, early on, it sounds like Alabama. He's going, he's, he's, he's trying sound. to do your regular American. <laughs> oh, that's what it is? It's not. I, don't I think understand. it's turning. I, Jace. I think it's, it's <laughs> Mr. Stath, my man. Whatever, whatever he's attempting, it does, <sighs> it comes out. As some sort of maybe possibly New York ish. It's awful. But then, like, lots of peaks of his actual accent come out while he's trying to do his, and it's just very strange. Can we also talk about his hair? (laughs) Jason Statham was hair. Did not like it. No, he is. This is before he went fully bald. And uh, his hairline is back. And then just, it was short, but then it looked like it was standing. Straight up, the hair that he had was standing straight up. I didn't like it. Yeah, he sa- he looks like someone that like sells like fruit on a local farmers market. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that, but he doesn't I, care about his appearance. No, he kind of looks Just natural. Didn't how many films do you think it. Jason Statham did before this? That was a good question. So he did Lock, nah. Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels before this, definitely. Oh shit, that was like ninety nine, probably. Not many though, right? Why didn't they just, out of all Here's the insanity question, in this Here's entire question, movie, though. why can't he just have his own fucking regular accent yeah, that everyone likes him for? What's your question? Do you think that that was his actual hair or it was a hair peak? No, that's his hair. You think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one thing that's crazy, Jason Statham has the worst American accent, and it's gotten better over the years, but it's terrible in this film. Delroy Lindo, his American accent is fucking awesome. <laughs> I he sounds super American. Wait, Del Orlando is American. He's British. No, he is not. Isn't he? Oh fuck. Del Orlando is not British. Am I wrong again? I thought he was British. I was about to shit. Oh, there's no I'm, way he's British. If I, he is, he has the best accent I've ever seen. In my oh, life. I might have to take this back. 
What the fuck? Is I knew he? it. I knew it. He's British, right? Delroy Lindo is British? Oh, yeah. Since fucking when? Since he was born in Britain, baby. He's got a really good accent, right? It's it's almost um Idris Elba no, no, wire no. level good. No, there has I'm to be sorry, a I reason. Can't. Did he I live can't. most of his life in America? I cannot. I think so. That's the best I've ever heard. I've I've seen him in British shows, and he yeah. I think I cannot. You have just broken my goddamn. Wow, I'm really impressed. Brain. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he's a famous UK actor. I mean, that's his. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm trying to find an interview with him speaking his native tongue because I need to hear There's it. There's got to be something. Like, he must have spent a lot of time here or grew up here or something. I can I tell you. Know. I don't know about all that, but he's, he's, doing a, he's doing a good accent. Good good job. Put it in the mic if you can, Devin, if he's talking. All right, this is yeah, dead yeah, end yeah. now, so... Put it in the mic. Um, trepidation. I, I didn't want to. I called Spike and I let him know that. Um, this is American. Having a problem coming to terms with that aspect of the character. Oh, he has a mix there. A few days, but then he texted me and said he really needed Paul to be trepidation. Oh, you might be right then. Maybe he spent a long time in the in America. Let me read up on because that moment. sounded yeah, quite I got, American. I got no. Good clues. I got a bit of British at the start. Yeah, maybe like I mean one word. Movie. Yeah. Oh. Movies. If anyone knows about that or Linda, let us know. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Back back into the film. So, his name is Delroy. Very British name. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He moves to the States at 16. Gotcha. Uh, there we oh, go. Got him. There we go. Okay, my mistake. That Obviously, it. that's why he's got a good uh, That explains My it. mistake, everyone. I mean, my no. I mean, te- I mean, he is British. That's where he was born. Yeah, but it was 16. Still, okay. You, yeah. Okay, my mistake. I apologize. I just knew he was British for some weird reason. I don't know why. I wonder what his British accent is like then. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if, yeah, if he could, like, really put it on. <laughs> Like I guess living in living in North in North America, so yeah, it's it's dialed back that. But if he tried, like I wonder what he would sound like because I yeah. can't I can't imagine it. Sorry, all yeah, right, we got way mistake. off. So <laughs> still still one of the best ever is Idris Elba in The Wire, right? Still probably probably one of the best. Um, so fast forward, Jet Li gets caught by the multiverse police and gets taken to the uh the the the, the universe that the multiverse police come from. And we get to see some of the uh, the uh, Jet Lees that Ulaw have has killed. <laughs> um, one has dreadlocks. Yeah. They're just like someone's like anyone own a magic shop? Yes, exactly. Like, pick yeah. that one up. Pick no, that yeah, up. no, it's just like you know, just grab me as many wigs as you can find. Terrible that's wigs. That's and it. you've got one that's called like Jeff Law. <laughs> no, there was a Sven Law, and that had, and that guy had like short long hair. hair. Yeah. So um, it's very funny that obviously Sven Law is meant to be like Swedish or Scandinavian, but he's Asian. With blonde hair. With blonde, like. Why? That oh, yeah. It doesn't work. Like, why, 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 yeah, why, why, Asian, why? Asian Scandinavians so don't exist. Yeah, and so why stupid. have a dread? Yeah, it's just so stupid. And yeah. I, was, I was just like, what a dumb wig. And I was like, oh, well, Asian people don't have blonde hair. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it's, it's very stupid. And that was part of the film where I was just like, 
is the director taking the piss a little bit? But I think he just went, oh, we're going to need to show them some, some different Jet Lees. Jet Lees, like different universes, man. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and the next scene, in my opinion, is the craziest scene in the film. Yep. In the whole, in the whole film. So we get introduced to Carla Gugino. Mm-hmm. She walks in 100% styled on Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. They went, Jessica Rabbit. That's what we're going to go with. Played. She walks in. She's a uh, Law's girlfriend. Girlfriend? Wife. Okay. First lady, girlfriend, yeah. She sits down, and they have uh, sentenced him to go and live on the prison universe. There's a, yeah, there's like a prison universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, which, it's just a prison in a universe. <laughs> in a universe. Which, they call it, it's like the, it's like the, what it, they refer to it as like the uh, pen- penal universe or something like that. Penis universe. <laughs> Um, which we do get to see later on, spoiler alert. Everyone knows, so we get to see that later on. Uh, Carla Gugino sits down, and... Yeah, she does. <laughs> do you know what? I'll tell you something about Carla Gugino. Vagina. She has gotten more attractive the older she's gotten. You, dude, we're friends, man. Yeah? Yeah. Exactly. You're in my head, man. She, the more the... Uh, <laughs> I can't speak. The older she's got, she is aged with grace and elegance. She's getting hotter by the day. She is a very attractive like woman. Earth. She's only like 53. I think she's 50 on the dot. I might oh, is she? It up. Okay. She's, she was 30 in this film, I think. Might have, might have typed in Carla Gugino NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> I might have. I'm not saying I did. <laughs> and then I might have clicked on images. Okay. As, as one is wont to do. And uh, I, I believe she may have had a nude scene in Sin City. I mean, if yeah. I looked it up, I'd say correctly. that she definitely yeah, her did. Boobs, but her boobs are out in that. Yeah, uh, very a beautiful woman. Um, I, I recently watched her in Gerald's Game on Netflix. Um, I know it sounds like a shit. It's film. Just a funny name. Yeah, yeah, it's a Stephen King novel, and it's a really good film. No, no offense to the Geralds out there, but I just think Gerald <laughs> is a funny name, and she's very attractive in it. Um, yeah, very. Uh, what was her? Has she ever been in any really good movie? I mean, Sin City's good. Sin City's good. True. Um, what else has she been in? She well, I like know I've seen her in like plenty of stuff. She was in that TV show that. Jet that we watched like two episodes of and then gave up on it. The airplane? No, it, she was J E T T, and she was like a, a thief, like a diamond thief or something. Oh, remember yeah. that? She always a sexy oh, yeah, lady, like in, in every. She was in part. San Andreas. Is she? I love that film. I love San Andreas. Yeah, I think uh, she played his wife or I, something. I, I can't remember, but I fucking love that film. It's one of my guilty pleasures, San Andreas. Is that with Jennifer Lawrence? That's with The Rock. That's with The Rock. And who else? Uh, is Alexandra Daddario. Oh, that one. Yeah. She's not a mayonnaise face for you anymore, right? Not anymore, no. Right. No. But t- talking about mayonnaise faces, I've you got a, a, I've got a re- re- big reveal for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Devin's about to hit you with it. Yo. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I've been watching, you know, I kind of, I try to find like, easy stuff to watch during my lunch break uh, at work. And so I started watching Community and Alison Brie is in Community, you know, she a few years ago. And I'm disgusted by how much of a mayonnaise face she is. <laughs> and I stand, show, I stand by and her. I stand by her. And maybe it's because this show is older. She's maybe, mayonnaise in the show, though. She maybe because better. she's made. And my thing is, yeah, I mean, her character in general, but I mean, like, just but more than that, just looking at her face, and maybe this is a younger version of her, and maybe the older she's no, gotten. No. I mean, 
I don't mind the look of her in like some of the more recent stuff that she's in, but in this show, ugh, I can't stand looking at her. <laughs> I don't mind her more recently. Maybe she's because she's I don't know how what her age is, but maybe she has like a a babyish face, which makes Excuse her look me. even more plain. But and I mean, outside of just her character in general being kind of like a plain straight laced like girl, just if we're like just just at her face, I'm just like. I don't like looking at you. Sorry, if I give you the choice between two ladies, and one of the ladies was Alison Brie, and the other lady was Olivia Munn, who are you taking? Wow. You think Olivia Munn is a mayonnaise face? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But he says that Alison Brie isn't a mayonnaise face. Purely so physical? Purely physical, not based on... Mun. I gotta go Munn. Munn, yeah. Yeah, Munn. Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel so bad for saying that. Yeah, man. Anyway, back to the film. Uh, can I just say something? That it's crazy that Jackie Chan started doing uh, American movies long before Jet Li, and Jet Li's English has always been much better than Jackie Chan's. I feel like Jet Li's actually knows Jet Li's. I feel like he actually knows how to speak English. And <laughs> what Jackie I... Chan's like, this is something. What's the line? And he just goes in Chinese. <laughs> I feel like he actually can speak English. Yeah. What I appreciated, I mean, granted, yeah, there's a lot that's bad about this movie, but I appreciated the 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 little things that he did to differentiate between. Oh, he does a great job. Yeah, Gabe Law. Yes. And you Law. Yeah, he does a great job. Like obviously, their fighting styles were different. Yes. But also, but his but his uh um voice for you Law, his his. I felt like his English was much stronger, or uh, his accent was more. Oh, um, that's interesting. Uh, was better as you law. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, I did. Interesting. And maybe it's because he was trying, because his voice was maybe he was making his voice harder, so maybe it came, that's how it came off. But yeah, I appreciated those those the nuances. The nuances. That you know, what, you know did. I didn't appreciate what the next scene we're about to talk about. Which scene is it? Call oh, Gugino. how how he escapes. Yes. So yeah, she yeah. sits down in a chair and she's about to watch um, you law get uh, sent to the prison universe. Right. And um, she uses a ring to, she presses a button on her ring that opens up the back of her high heel shoe. Out of the back of her high heel shoe comes a rat. It's a mouse. What? Oh, is it? Is it? It's a big mouse. It's a mouse. Okay. A mouse. Uh, a large mouse. Um, the mouse has what only I can, I can only explain as an explosive device up its asshole, <laughs> and um, she blows up the mouse as a, uh, a distraction. I got questions. <laughs> Firstly, why a mouse? So they were moving a wand around her, a metal detector. So. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. But then, like, and also, uh, the mouse has metal in it. Yeah, maybe. But then they didn't go to her shoes. Yeah, they just did her body. Yeah, and well, then obviously, it's not like if she just had it like somewhere hidden on her. It's not like she could just get up and just be like walk over and be like and then drop something. Well, she leans down to her shoe with her ring, right? She but just slide but out the, an explosive and throw it. And how did her ring so. not get? Yeah, how did the ring not get caught? Secondly, second question. Well, I think it was just, you know, like, just like in metal detectors, you know, they pick up, you know, they pick up, you know, with, they wave it over and they see that you're wearing a ring. Oh, it's just a ring. I have more questions. It's not like, oh, 
I'm holding a bomb in my hand and they wave it over. I have you know? a mouse in my shoe too. Yeah. How did she get the explosion, uh, explosive device in the mouse? Good question. Who knows? I mean, we all know. She shoved that thing up the mouse's butt. A, she's a veterinarian. Which is terrible. Universe. Terrible. Um, and then my, uh, how did she know that the mouse was going to go over there? And it could have gone anywhere. It could have walked backwards. It could have ran away. But yeah, Very it true. goes to the perfect place she needs to set off the explosion. Very true. And then my last question is, why does down with the sickness occur as the mouse explodes? It goes, wow. Yeah. Um, which is one of my favorite moments of the film because it's so fucking stupid, but yep. it's great. Um, the mouse explodes, all hell breaks loose, and then you law reveals all along that he could have just broken out of the chair anyway because <laughs> right. he, he breaks out of it with his strength. Right. It's just like, well, okay. She could have just fallen over or feigned a heart attack and he could have just broken out. Or he could just stop time and kill everybody on <laughs> a second because he can dodge bullets. Yeah, exactly. If he just broke up he super can't stop quick. Time. No, he can't stop time, he but can he just moves move fast. fast. If you can move faster than a bullet, you can kill everyone in the room in a True. Oh, yeah. That's None true. of that physics makes sense. Or That's whatever. True. Whatever it is. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It, yeah. But the rat scene is so fucking funny. It just... I wasn't expecting any of it, which makes it perfect. Because I was just like, oh, how is he going to get out of this? And as soon as the mouse came out, I'm just like, oh, this is the wildest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I loved it. Um, so, Eulor uh, breaks free. Um, then, we flash to another police locker room. And we see the police getting their guns together, putting on their armor, just like we did at the start. Pumping a little iron. That's a note I had. I'm pretty sure police just don't stand in, in the their locker, locker room. <laughs> just pumping One iron. guy by himself. <laughs> just curling iron. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Curling iron? No, I didn't. Pumping Cur- iron. Cur- curling, curling weights or whatever. Yeah. Um, but this time, they go to the prisoner. The prisoner is not Jet Li. Spoiler alert. Jet Li's one of the police officers. Oh and then we meet the good Jet Li. Gabe Law. Which, as a kid, I would have laughed at that because it rhymes with Gaylord. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would have definitely laughed at that um, because I was a stupid child. Um, this time, they take the prisoner out of the out of the cell. They take him. They're, they're transporting this prisoner. But the same shit happens. You Law is there. Firstly... How did you all get a gun? Who knows? Right? There's no time for him. He's literally gone from one universe to another. He had no gun, and all of a sudden he has a gun. You don't know what the time uh, span was from when he got there and when That's he went on That's a good attack. point. It could have been three weeks. He could have gone into like a gun store and just yeah, nab some guns. You are being very supportive of this film. If if we, I feel like I feel like there's worse uh, logic points than that. If we are the prosecution, you are the defense. And I like it. It's good. Uh, so Eulor comes out. He starts shooting. Um, at one point, it's so funny. So Eulor is in this um, air duct, right? Right. He's in an air duct. And all the police are shooting at this air duct. They're just spraying it, shooting it to shit. One of the police officers, I don't know if you two noticed this, gets on one knee. Everyone's shooting up at this air duct. He just shoots like a wall to the left. He's not aiming anywhere close to where the rest of the I did not catch that. It's fucking great. He's just like, and just shoots nowhere near them. I thought that was very, very funny. It made me laugh. Um, yeah. Uh, then, I can't remember what happens. And then, oh, yeah, because they're shooting him and they're shooting the shit out of him, he breaks free and you law starts running away. With Gabe Law with going after him. Gabe Law in hot pursuit. 
Um, there is probably the worst. You know how IMDb IMDb has like goofs. They list goofs sometimes. Yeah. I didn't look at the goofs for this film, but I spotted one of the worst I've seen. Um, Gabe Law is shooting at you, Law, mm-hmm. and he's passing a bunch of police cars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the front windshields of the police cars are exploding, but he's behind them. He's shooting, and it would have been the back windshield, but the front wheel windshields are exploding. So and the back ones didn't? Like, didn't. he shot no. through the back, and yeah. it came out the front? No, the back ones don't explode. That's the point. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was very, very stupid. Um, that's just something I picked up on. I don't know. I'm nitpicking on all the bad things. Um, I will talk about the good things uh, in a bit. There aren't many of them. Um, uh, let's see. So he jumps over a wall, and then Gabe Law discovers that he can jump high, too. Uh, you know, he just does an incredible big jump, jumps over the wall, and then Eulor could literally shoot Gabelor in the face and absorb his powers. Could take him there and then, and instead he shoots him directly in the bulletproof vest. Yeah. Dumbest thing. Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And that Actually, ha- since the one before that, Lawless, he shot in the face. Yes. That happens actually a few times in this film. There's moments where anyone could kill Eulor, and they just, they're like, put these handcuffs on. Just kill him. He's a fucking mentalist. Well, they explain why they can't kill him. Because then Gabelor will get all the powers. But Gabelor... Also, they don't know. They're like, you know, there are all these theories about what would happen if there was only one left. And like, the like universe nice could like explode. Oh, yeah. The universe would blow up, of course. You know, yeah. there are all these different theories. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. The, the so to... Is, yeah. yeah. So just in case, they're keeping him alive. Um, so uh, Gabelor is shot and then taken to a hospital. And they are like... Okay, he's talking drivel. We're going to get him an MRI to check his brain. Because he's like, oh my god, there's another one of me. And I don't quite remember, but he looked like me. And he's trying to kill me and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we're going to give him an MRI. Pretty sure I've had an MRI. In fact, I know for a fact I've had an MRI. And I'm pretty sure when I did, they did not ask me if I had a penile implant. (laughs) Like they do in this film. Mm -hmm. They're like, you got a penile implant? No, I'm okay. Didn't ask me that. Pretty sure it doesn't matter for an MRI. <laughs> uh, and again, it's moments like that when I'm just like, is this director taking the piss? Like, oh, oh, by oh, the way, the director wrote this film as well. Fuck. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. He was definitely being silly with the penile. It must have been, right? It's yeah. a stupid little line. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, that's fine. Um, and then uh, this, so we've had, we've had moments, we've had some, sh- like, uh, what am I trying to say? Shootouts in this film. None of them are very impressive so far. Um, it's just basically shooting an air duct. And um, we had some brief slow-mo action at the beginning, which I still stand by is great. And then we get a shootout in the MRI room. It's awful. It's awful. It's so badly done. It just... It looks terrible. It's smashing glass and random moves. And then the... The magnet and the MRI sucks up uh, Eulor's gun. Sucks off his... Sucks off his gun. (laughs) And then he smashes the MRI. And an MRI is a magnetic machine with electronics in it. What does MRI stand for? Uh, um, um, Magnetic. Magnetic uh, uh, resonance imaging. Bingo. Damn, that's good. Impressive. Thank you. When they smash this MRI machine, 
dry ice just sprays out of it. Like pure gas comes out of it and clouds up the room. Pretty sure that would not happen if you bust open an MRI. I like the steam in uh, this movie. Oh, yeah. oh. They're steamy boys. Uh, they they go to the steam factory. <laughs> they, they, they make do. steam. Not only do they make steam, they make sparks as well. Make yeah. Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So everything's obscured and... Um, it, this I didn't like this moment at all. Like this is the first action moment where I was just like, no, this doesn't work for me. I don't think Corey Yoon was in charge of doing the shootouts. Maybe he was, um, but it, it's ugly. It doesn't look good. I wasn't impressed. Um, yeah, they're just kind of shooting all over the place and missing. Yeah. And, and missing. it was so it was such a small room. And it right, just, I was just I, like, how how has he not been able to shoot Gabe? Yeah, Gabe Law. I exactly. And uh, he uh, he escaped like. Um, Oh, can I interrupt real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bad law. Yeah. Why is he so angry? Why does he want to kill all everything? He's power hungry. He's power hungry. Why? Just because he got a taste of of uh, some power, some strength, and now he's just like, I want to be stronger. I want all of it. That's it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's like Skeletor. Why Skeletor be, evil? Yeah, he wants to be a god. Well, he's a skeleton man. He's upset about his appearance. <laughs> yeah. He needs to lash out. He wants yeah. to be a god. There's no reason behind it apart from, yeah, he wants to be a god. And anyone who gets in his way needs to be destroyed, basically. Mm, I would like a little more than that. Oh, yeah. I'd like a little more about all of this film. Um, they have a scene where they try and cuff Gabe Law, and you get a Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan yeah, style scene, yeah. and it was rubbish. It wasn't nearly as good as what Jackie would do. Basically, he's trapping people's arms and like cuffing them, and it just really didn't look good. Um, it didn't. Yeah, he's the good. He's the good one. And so after the shootout, there, there, uh, the police are looking at the security cam footage, and they see a Jet Li uh, shoot someone or and run away. And they assume, obviously, it's the only Jet Li that they know. They assume it's Gabe Law. So they try to approach him, try to handcuff him, you know, like we're going to get you some help and this and that. And he's just like, no, he's trying to explain there's another guy, there's another me. And that's when the whole handcuffing thing where he's like, you know, I don't want to hurt you. So he's just kind of, yeah, they're all trying to come at him and get him. And so he just kind of hands the handcuff them to like themselves and yeah. each other and objects. Also, w- w- there's two guys running the MRI room. Or I think, that's how, I think it's, it's in the hospital. A guy and a very snarky lady. Oh, oh yeah, but a snarky in, nurse. In one bit, there's two guys in a room and they're talking about porn and they're talking about lesbian porn. And then one of them is like, "Why don't you go home and watch some she males?" You freak. <laughs> which, or whatever yeah. Well, oh, that was in the morgue. That oh, was, was in that the morgue. morgue? Uh, that's how uh, you law escaped. Oh yeah, yeah. She male. You can't use that word these days. Nope. Definitely not. This film is going to be cancelled. Um, <laughs> they tell Carl. What if you identify as a very offensive term. What if you're like ah. Uh, I don't think you can do that. I'm shemale. I don't think you're allowed. If you call me anything else, I will be offended. <laughs> can you not do that? Technically, you can identify as anything. So, but you, well, you can't. You can't say I'm a chair. Yeah, you can. You you can, but it's got to have a lot. This is getting into some crazy politics. So I'm not even going to go down. Cut. Cut. <laughs> um, they tell Carla Gugino that there are four units on the way to the house. Four. You don't need four police cars going to one person's house to protect I mean, it. as far as I know. I mean, but then if he shows up there, uh, yeah, as far as I know, her husband has, like, killed a bunch of people. And they're trying to find him. And That's a lot of resources. There are crimes that are going, like, just 
going on and no police are going there. Because yeah. So I don't think it's a matter of for to, to protect her. It's also to intercept him if he shows up. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you law loves new metal. We discover in the van. Yep. Yeah, he's going through the radio. Sinner. Oh, is that what the song's called? Yep. Oh, I don't know that. I didn't know that oh, one. Shit. It's called Sinner. Oh, okay. I did not. Uh, I have a note here that says Dalroy Lindo does a great American accent, which I'm going to skip over because, uh, yeah. We've Broke my brain it. with that one. Um, someone tries to dis- uh, tell uh, Gabe Law about the multiverse, and he says... Jason Satham. Jason Satham says, hey, in one universe, you're married to another woman. And uh, Gabe Law doesn't say anything. And he goes, in one universe, you're married to a man. And Gabe Law goes, hey! hey. Yeah. That's where I draw the line, That's where I draw the line. I don't draw the line on multiverses being absolutely insane and existing for real. I draw the line on the fact that in one of them, I'm married to a man. Oh, this film's great. Um, Now, we... No. The fruit juice? Fruit gummies? Go for it. Devin's having dessert. She's having some fruit snacks. I was last time I was here. It was very nice, and I brought Cyrus a gift, the gift of Mott's fruit snacks. Yes. And I come back here today, and he has not eaten them. I have gifted them to you. <laughs> That's why I could have thrown them out. Re-gifted. Re-gifted. Yeah. I think this is a good place for us to take a little breather and talk about the martial arts styles. How about we take another breather, yeah. a different kind of breather, because I might have something for you. It's a good thing. This is good. Really? I don't know what this means, but... I'm going to give you something. Okay. It is a gift. Okay. And it's a good one. Okay. You going to do that now? Is that okay? Yeah, sure. These it? I'm scared. Don't be scared. Okay. Everything is good. All right. Hmm. I have a feeling like Cyrus is going to bring out like a police officer. <laughs> I'm going to be arrested. All right. Do I get a gift? You got the fruit snacks. <laughs> I got the fruit snacks. You got the fruit snacks. <laughs> I got the fruit snacks. Oh, we can share this gift? Yeah. Cyrus is going to the other side of the room. He's getting something out of... He's gotten something behind his back. I don't know what it is. I'm scared. It's a book. It's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Wait, how come it's so small? This book's really short. I thought they were all massive. This is her first book. This is before she was the jam. This is a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> hey, you're talking about my genitals. Uh, so, okay, I've got questions. Ask away. You want me to just tell you why? Yeah. So, your birthday happened June 14. Well done. Oh, very good. Well done. It's insane because I can't even remember my family's uh, birthdays. Yours is September 25th. And you're 23? Two? Two. Got it. Welcome to the family. <laughs> um. And I was like, dude, I'm going to get fucking Sean the best book I've ever read, right? Because he loves to read. He loves Harry Potter. He's never read them. No, that's like, true. I need to fucking get this man to read these that's books. True. Apparently, yeah, the books are very, very good. It's like, like a whole different thing. It's, from what I hear, they're, are they, they're better than the movies. The author's not a good person, but other than that, the book's meant to be great. Well, this is... I'm. I'm actually looking forward to this because I am currently reading a book, and once I'm done with this book, this will be my next one. Hell yeah. I am very, very interested in this and Harry Potter. not only will I give you the gift of Harry Potter, but you can <laughs> refresh my mind as to what is different. Because some shit happens in this one that does not happen in the movie. This, I'm actually excited about this. Harry shook his head. He understood what he had to do all right. It was doing it that was going to be the problem. Oh, 
Harry Potter. You, this is as much as his as it is yours. If you want to go back, I haven't called Reed. <laughs> yeah, Reed. <laughs> so well spoken. That's uh, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to reading the Sorcerer's Stone. And then, of course, you've got me fucked up now, though, because I'm going to read the first one. I'm going to be like, oh, now I have to read the rest so of them. So here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the reason why I didn't just give you mine. I don't have the first one. Oh. I got a bunch of them. Okay. They're all yours if you own them. I think they're super cheap on Kindle anyway. I could probably pick them up on Kindle. I think I have one on Kindle. Yeah, this is the first uh, um, real-life uh, touchy book that I've had it's in different. a while. Touchy, touchy books, book. that's what they call them. <laughs> touchy books. Touchy, touchy books. books. Yeah. Yeah, usually I'm a Kindle boy, but I'm actually looking forward to cracking this bad boy open and reading about the uh, the Sorcerer's Stone. I, I always give, find yeah. it, yeah. I always find it interesting, the difference between a book and a film. Especially if you're not familiar with one of them. Like most of, there are plenty of books out there, but I've never read, but I know the film version. And then reading the book and then seeing the difference. Crazy. Like, yeah. LA Confidential. So fucking different. Yeah, you said they were totally different. That movie. Fantastic film. And the book. Bit snoozy, right? So different. Hmm. Lots of racism in the book. <laughs> in the oh, really? Uh-huh. Lots of racism oh, in yeah. the book. Yeah, I haven't read many. I think um, I've read Misery, and I've seen the film Misery, obviously, but I don't remember the differences too much. I've read Pet Cemetery, and I don't remember the difference too much. Because older films, I haven't seen the films in a while. But I haven't read any. Oh, Annihilation. I read Annihilation. Um, that's very different from the film. Um, the film's really, really good, but the, the book's excellent as well. But it's quite, quite different. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. Yeah, very much appreciate that. I, I had to be. I had to like ask my. I was like, "Is it weird if I'm giving my friend a gift like out of nowhere?" They're like, "No, dude, just do it." I'm like, "Am I gay?" They're <laughs> 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 like, "No, no, son, you're That's not." That's nice. You're a, yeah. I I think what I wanted to do is give it to you for your birthday, and then I didn't for some reason. Right. And then I was like, D-. but now I'm just like, dude, I got to give him the gift of Harry Potter, man. Yeah, you can give anyone a gift anytime. It's yeah, definitely dude. not gay. <laughs> Um, Call me K Lord. No, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate and that. I, I I really wanted to give you the legit hardback. Nah, son. That'd be, <laughs> be gay. That was a lot of money. That was expensive, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, no. A paperback is absolutely fine. If anyone wants me to set aside some time where I just record myself reading Harry Potter in the aud- audiobook that on, uh, style, that will be on Patreon. On Patreon. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Kung Fu. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, different, his two different styles. The, the styles, styles between... You law and Gabe law. Do you have a, a preferred one? Just looking at the aesthetics of them, is there a certain one you prefer? I mean, obviously, Gabe laws is prettier to look at, and yeah, you laws is much more kind of fierce and hard hitting. Um, maybe, maybe you laws. So Gabe law does a style called Bagua Zhang. Right. Um, it's very. You might have noticed it's very circular in motion yeah. and more flowing. I read um, that same note as well. You, I did some research too. Oh, we'll you get much. you. You may recognize it, Cyrus, because it's water bending from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, that's the style that they use. Interesting. The, the show, bending. then. Yes. Okay. And then the other style is Jing. I think it's Jing Yi Chuan. I think it's pronounced that way, or otherwise just known as Jing Yi. I know that, and it's more explosive and focuses on linear movements. That's hence why he talks about. The easiest way to get something or fastest way is in a straight line. Very offensive moves. Yes. So you can tell, obviously, they are absolute opposite, circular and straight line. Hmm. Um, I loved 
I think I love the fact that they use these two styles because you don't even see these styles in kung fu movies ever. Um, Bagua Zhang was in. Oh, why can't I remember? It's the style that Zhang Zi uses in the Grandmaster. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing it in the snow. And I remember. Doing the circles yeah, yeah, yeah. In the snow. Yeah, yeah. That's the style that she uses. And I think there's another character. We actually watched the edited version, the US version of the Grandmaster. In the Hong Kong version, or international version, there is a character, and I think he uses Jing Yi as well. I think. I can't remember correctly. I may have to... I don't know. I may eat my words on that one, but I think so. Uh, but I love the difference between the styles, and I love that they chose these two styles because you just never see them, and it's just great to see them. Um, and then, of course, we'll talk about the final fight shortly because it's the best bit of the film. Um, Jet Li, uh, um, uh, Yulaw, the bad guy, he has a fight with uh, Denzel Washington, uh, <laughs> Daryl Lindo, um, and... Uh, he he kicks him out of his jacket. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I loved. A uh, lot of stunt doubling for Daroy Lindo. Of course. Um, actually, a very good stunt double. He looks quite similar to him, and it was difficult to pick up on it. But uh, there's some good moves. There's some good footwork. Some, you know, it was fine. It was. Uh, I've seen much better, but it was fine for what it was. Um, yeah, and he he kind of kicks him in the chest and kind of rips his jacket off at the same time. Right. Also. Why is Delroy Lindo wearing leather trousers? I caught that. Are they police too. issue? You think? <laughs> they like your issue uniform, a sweet pair of leather pants. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I caught that too, and I, I didn't. I was just like, it's not a great choice. No, no. Um, now, leather. leather. Do you do, do any of you own anything that's leather? No, I don't think I ever owned anything that was. I maybe years ago when I was like fifteen had like a leather jacket, oh, like a, a leather cheap jacket. leather jacket. But, um, but then, but if I ha- if I w- had anything similar, it was like the cheap like pleather. I had a was my leather jacket leather my brown jacket. Was that real I leather? I think it was. I think. Yeah, very. Uh, I had like a Wolverine style uh, leather jacket. Got it. Did it have the elbow things on them? I think it. I think might it might have. have. Yeah. Um, I like that jacket, and all my friends from the UK took the piss out of me and laughed at it and said it was whack. Mm. Um, I like that I jacket. I like that jacket too. What's wrong with it? It looks good on you. I think people don't wear leather jackets in the UK, so mm. I think yeah, my my style changed a little bit over here because Americans kind of dress differently. I don't think I'd get away with my hair over in the UK now. No, what? no, I'm gonna. It's just long hair. hair. Yeah, but everyone take the piss out of me. I think your friends. Yeah, yeah my friends. What? Oh. No one would have long. No one has long hair. Over there? Obviously, I know uh, your friends don't, don't, but I mean, in general. Hey, I, I, your hair is different, bitch. I don't, I think that's, I don't, I think specific people might have, I don't know, maybe I'm, I haven't been there in a long time, maybe I'm talking out of the side of my mouth or whatever that phrase is, so, I don't know. My ass? Maybe I'm talking out of my ass, yeah, it could be that. Um, I don't know what the little ball was that Daryl Lindo pulled out with the glowing light and what Dude, was going anyone, on with his watch. Anybody I didn't understand that. So it turned out to be a bomb, right? But then right. he was talking when, but before we knew that, you know, he was talking about telling Jason Statham to synchronize it. Yes, don't know what that meant. All right, so this is. <clears throat> oh yes, I do. I get it now. I get it. I guess so. Okay, so this is uh, what I'm taking from it. 
This was a bomb, you know, because Delroy Leno went off to to try to capture you law by himself. Well, Jason Statham went to talk to Gabe Law. Hey, Lord. <laughs> and I think if all had gone well, uh, so I guess it was like a signal. So it went to like Jason Statham, like, okay, he's using this bomb. And if all goes well, he'll use the bomb. He'll capture Gabe Law. Yeah. But when, so that was what the green light was for. But when the, obviously, but it didn't work. And the red light goes you off. You like disabled it. And this red light, red light went off on Jason Statham's watch. And that's when after that, when he saw that, he was just like, I'm alone now. So that means that he knew dead. that it didn't work out. And uh, Del Orlando's dead. Green light means bomb went off, all's good. Red light means I'm something went Something went wrong. <laughs> And so clearly, wait. Green light means bomb went off. I'm dead, but red light means I'm dead. I was no green. Light. No green light means bomb went. the bomb. Right, but I, I. I think it was like, click the button. Green light goes. And he was probably gonna chuck it at him. Throw or something. it. Throw it. That yeah. nuclear bomb. <laughs> yes. Throw it at at U Law, I guess. But yeah. then you remember. But then U Law like ran like super fast and was able to grab it. Well, and I think disable Cyrus's it. point is, if that bomb would have gone off, it blew up like three blocks of a city because it was like a nuclear bomb. True. Yeah. This this film has logic. I hold. assumed that he was gonna toss it and then run, so it would just kill U Law. But yeah. Um. Either way, it's dumb. Uh. Gabe Law goes after Jason Statham, and then we got a little introduction where it's just like, "Hey, you know, this is what's going on." He explains how the multiverse works. He explained yeah. how U Law became so strong and why he's coming after him. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, we get introduced to uh, Jason Statham's sleeve gun. He conveniently has a gun up his sleeve, um, which doesn't sound stu- sound that stupid, but when you see it, it's very stupid. <laughs> Uh, just random moments like that in this film. It's just like, why? Who cares if he's got a sleeve gun? Also, the guns that they have with those stupid blue targets. They're like, oh my god, yeah. it's it's dumb. Blue and red. Blue, blue and, and red. Why does it change color? And, oh yeah, I didn't understand god, that. These are cops. Oh, blue and red. Oh my oh, god. Still though, god. that's stupid though. That's more stupid. Oh, that's worse. Maybe it because maybe because maybe the light indicates a different type of round. Oh, I don't think so. Because they have, don't their guns like do, because when he was explaining one of his guns, how they did different things. Nope. nope. That's what I'm choosing because it makes more sense. No, nope, because we're going to get into that in a minute. Okay. He's like, my gun does 87 things. It's a gun. It's a gun. It does yeah. nothing. And it's not a machine gun, you fucking idiot. You're like, it shoots 20 rounds a second. I that I feel like nope. that would be more of a, that would be a better explanation. We, so I'm going to go he with He literally it. says 25 rounds a second of explosive rounds. When he pulls the trigger, one bullet comes out and it's a standard Every normal time. bullet. <laughs> He's holding it like with two hands. Yeah, it's it's so dumb. We get back to Carla Gugina's house. The police escort her in. Oh shit, we're skipping ahead, huh? No, this is no, the yeah, next scene. nothing else. Oh, yeah, shit. we're yeah. All right, I'm skipping ahead. Okay, because the fancy gun doesn't come out until yeah, the no, fancy gun bit. comes out. Yeah, in a bit. Um, so you know, so she's there and uh, out pops a jetly. <laughs> from the attic. I don't think you're ready so for this, Jetly. Fucking stupid. <laughs> he's hiding, you know, hiding in the attic, you know, from the police, and he's like, "Hey, hey, baby," like you know. By the way, Gugino does something gross first. She finds blood on her soap, and she just takes her finger and dips it in the blood. If I went home and I found blood in my sink, 
and I knew for a fact that it was Devon's blood, I still wouldn't dip my finger in it and be like, yeah, it's I agree. Blood. You don't touch blood. I agree. If you know it's not yours, don't touch it. I won't it. touch my own blood. Yeah, exactly. It could give you fucking monkeypox. Right. Don't mess around with that. I agree. So, yeah. So, you know, he's like, hey, baby, uh, I need my gun. I need my weapon. And um, uh, she goes and gets, like, I guess his, like, spare out of a drawer, which is standing, which is next to a window. And then she sees another Jet Li on the roof of a building or whatever next to their house. And she's like, oh, shit. This has to be the bad one that's up in my house. And she turns the gun on him. And guess what? Didn't go well. It didn't. He says, I'm going to take that gun out of your hand. I'm going to kill, kill you with it. And uh, he does take it from her hand. And guess what? He does kill. Yep. And shoots her <laughs> right in front of Gabe. Did anyone realize that that scene goes from night to day? Yeah. They roll up at the house at nighttime. And then when she's shooting. It was like her. early. It was like twilight. It wasn't dark or anything. But then it, was it like goes from morning. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it goes super yeah. bright really yeah. quickly. Yeah. 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 Stop defending this film. <laughs> Is it your favorite movie or something? Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> how does he know how to get up into that weird attic space? How does he know that she's going to find him in there? He's that? also like, hey, I knew this was going to be good for a reason. Like, what? So how do you know is, that? So I'm wondering if this, uh, or if maybe there's, because he knows, uh, he knows a version of her. What's her character's name? TK? He has a ver- he Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, he has a TK in his universe, so maybe they have like the same... Maybe they live in the same fucking house or lived in the same fucking house before he went all evil. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, um. Um, so, another question I have. In the, in the first multiverse that we're in earlier on in the film, right at the beginning, uh, Jason Statham, uh, Fudge, and Delroy Lindo are the car that they have is like an American muscle car, and when he comes to the modern universe that we're in, he's still in an American just muscle has car. A car. Very coincidentally, he must have just stolen a muscle car. Check this weird. I have shit a thing. Out. I have, or I have a theory. So I think, I think it's just something that maybe they both like. They like these American muscle cars. So, so whenever they, they pop up into a universe, if it's something that's there, then they're gonna na- they're gonna nab one. How often do you see a car like that? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that I don't get. How does he get his guns into the trunk? <laughs> that's an excellent <laughs> question too. How does so he bring the guns assume, with yeah. him? How that's an excellent question too, because every time we see them pop up through pop through a wormhole, they don't have any equipment no. with them. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yep. Why does he have to hotwire the car? If it's his, is it? But it's not no, his. No, it's not though. his. He steals it. Because they didn't bring the car with them. I think they're just like stealing it. Who knows? Good question. This film. You never see them with any of the like land into a unit. But then again, you never see them land into the universe that they're searching for you law in. You see them when they you see them when they go through the wormhole to get to their home universe, but never landing into the new one. So you're saying they actually come there with a box of guns. Maybe. And then steal a muscle car. Maybe. Okay, good stuff. <laughs> Sounds good. Maybe they have like a depot station in every multiverse where they have like a storage unit with a bunch of supplies. I don't know, but you need to stop playing with your mic. Oh I'm sorry. Yeah. Um Ooh, I'm going with that. 
every every multiverse they stash some shit. They have a they have a storage unit, they have a muscle car, and they have their weapons so that they don't have to bring a bunch of shit with them. I love how you fill things out in this film to make it less shit. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I like it. Uh Funch goes and steals some gas. Because he doesn't pay for that gas. After after Gabe Law kicks down the light pole or a lamppost, whatever you call it here. What do you call those things here? It's a it's a light post. Light post, okay. I feel like maybe he would have, but then Gabe went and kicked it, so he was just like, "We got to go now." Yeah, we are introduced to Delroy Lindo, who's just, in this universe. I mean, it's, Jesus Christ! It's that scene is so stupid. Yeah, it was yeah. unnecessary. He just he apologized to a Delroy Lindo who doesn't know who he is. He's a gas station attendant in this universe, and yeah, it's so Statham knew that he worked there. No. I don't think he did. I think, I think that it's was a just a coincidence, which makes it. Even, I think it's just a coincidence. <laughs> makes it even worse. That's too much. Well, that's what it looks like. But he wasn't even like, "Oh shit!" He was like, "Oh hey man." Well, I mean, I mean, He's like I got apologize. I mean, they know that there are different versions of themselves in every universe, so I don't think it would have surprised him to see him. That's why. Yeah. Because obviously, every universe has one of them in it. Yeah, but there's there's seven billion people. Well, sure. You see one. That's your dude who just died. I honestly... Here's my thing, though. And this is what I also think is silly. It Im- I feel like it implies that every version of yourself lives in the same city in every universe. Yeah. Because they always end up in, in L.A. Maybe. And so... Which, I, which is also ridiculous. City of Angels, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't think it was a surprise. Doesn't every, Obviously, he's going to be here. Doesn't every multiverse version of Batman always end up in Gotham City? True. Always there, isn't he? Robert Patterson, Ben Affleck, Adam West. They're all in <laughs> All the Spider-Mans, they're in New York. All the Spider-Mans, they're all in New York. See? Makes sense. Yep. Doctor Strange? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, That's why I don't think he Fast forward, we get to the final fight scene. Yep. Uh, they meet up in Some a... sort of weird factory slash warehouse steam, type. It's a steam factory. <laughs> it's, it's a steam factory, yes. A steam and spark uh, factory. Steam and spark factory also deals in fire and toxic it's waste. Chemicals. Explosions. Chemicals. Chemicals of some sort. Yep. Um, so it's got everything you need. And uh, we get a few moments with uh, Fudge chasing uh, you law and blah, blah, blah. Ugh. Then we get what everyone came for. This film, firstly, is not a martial arts film. Not even remotely no. a martial arts film. We get one proper martial arts fight scene at the end. Gabe Law versus you law Gabe Law versus you law And if you take all the wires out of that, take all the slow-mo, and take all the stupid moves, you've actually got a fucking good fight scene. When they're just exchanging blows yeah. and just fighting normally, it's a really good fight scene, I think. Unfortunately... <laughs> They put in every bit of fight choreography that you don't want to see. Yeah. There's dodgy moves when they're holding onto rails and like kicking and it looks like stuff out of like Fong Sayuk and Once Upon a Time in China, but done way worse. Yeah. Um it doesn't look good. There's CGI moves, there's way too much wire work for a modern film and it just it just doesn't look and great. I find and I like one of the things that I like about Jet Li is like when he fights I th- he looks great doing it mm-hmm. in a lot of his movies watching him fight he looks fantastic yeah uh, I think he looked very good he didn't he didn't look very good in this movie at all he, he didn't he and I don't know I thought when he was just throwing punches he looked good 
Well, yeah, I guess that those bits were fine. But altogether, I was just like, he doesn't... Nah. No, I don't think they captured him well. I think... No, not at all. I think they just got him to do a, a lot of silly shit in this film. And I think Corey Yoon did the, the best he could with... When they were just like, hey, I want... I want Jet Li to fight this stunt double and I just want him to do some moves and do some kung fu. I think when they asked him to do that, they were, he was like, yeah, sure, I can nail that. And he does it really, really well. And then they were like, oh, wait, now I want him to helicopter kick off the ground, land on a fucking platform, grab hold of the rail, and in slow motion, use both feet to kick this guy in the chest. And he's just like, excuse me now? What do you want me to do? And it just it just looks shitty. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. It, it worked. Funny enough, I've seen exactly the same moves done in like Iron Monkey and it looks much better in Iron Monkey because Iron Monkey is a 90s film with wires and somehow that works because it's silly and over the top. In this film, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and it's not even just because it's like one of his Hollywood films. Like I still feel like the martial arts he did in Romeo Must Die, he looked better than in the one. Mm. I argue with you there, but oh, really? Some of the moves in Romeo's Die. Are I mean, so... some of the moves, yeah. And there's plenty of wire work there, but I still I feel guess. like he looked better. I guess if you take something like Kiss of the Dragon, I mean, he I mean, well, yeah, Kiss of the Dragon was better. yeah phenomenal, yeah, and of course, Unleashed even. Well, Unleashed, Un- is yeah, quite good. Overrated yeah, um, film, Unleashed, but good. There's a lot of like, I feel like anyway, yeah. So I don't think that's that's a proper excuse. It's just whoever whoever was in charge or the people in charge yeah. didn't. It didn't do it well. It, it seems like the director, and I, I'm not. I'm blaming the director. I'm not blaming the fight choreographer. It seems like the director had a certain vision in mind, and was just like, "This is the type of stuff I want him to do." And the director was like, "Isn't it genius? We're going to have him fight himself, and they're going to be two super powered beings." And it's just like none of it works. It just doesn't work well. Give I give credit to them because you do not notice that stunt double. They film him, film the back of his head all the time, and he looks like Jet Li. They do it very cleverly. Uh, yeah, on IMDb, they said they found someone with his uh, body structure, mm-hmm. and they had the green mask on so they could put Jet Li's face on him. Oh, they put a green mask on him, did mm-hmm. they? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Because most of the time, they film him from behind. Right. But I guess there are some moments when you do see his face. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't read IMDb. IMDb. Um, did some research. Doing your research. Um, yeah, so the final fight, is it worth watching? Eh, Not no. really. It's, it's Anyway, uh, yeah. So, like, yeah. Gabe Law wins. Uh, they go back to the... We get sparks, though. We, we, get lo- sparks. we get lots of sparks. By the way, if there were that many sparks showering on top of you, would you panic? Yeah. I would fucking shit myself. I thought my hair would go up in flames. Yeah. I wouldn't like it. So they get him back to the other universe where he's sentenced to... Go to the oh, uh, before we get there. Yeah. Why does uh, why does uh, Gabe Lord do that weird splits move? That was weird, wasn't it? It was weird. I didn't like it. So, it's what? It's like a because he's powerful. JCVD attempt of like yeah. So and flexibility. I didn't care for it. He gets hit down by or he got he gets beaten. He gets down. beaten up and yeah and because I think he he's been trying to fight like you laws away. Yeah, and he has this moment of clarity where he's like, "I'm gonna fight my way," and he pulls out his bagua zhang. Yeah, but before he does that, he's lying on the floor face down, and he just spreads his legs really far apart, and then like stands up in a not quite doing the split split move. Yeah, and he looks 
quite silly doing it. It, it doesn't. It doesn't look cool. It's a little strange. Yeah, it doesn't like. I get when uh, obviously half half the fucking point of kung fu movies sometimes is to have people do really cool poses, and this one just isn't cool. It just looks daft. <laughs> I, I yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it. Uh, but yeah, he gets basically he doesn't kill you, Laura, at the end. Uh, he arrests him or whatever, and takes him back to the uh, uh, the uh, the multiverse police's world. Yeah, and, uh, and then we get the probably the most famous scene in the film. I think that everyone remembers. Right, Eulaw gets sent to the prison universe. Yeah, and he just yeah, and he's no he's no one's bitch. He is no one's bitch that they're his, and he just starts fighting everyone. And surely. Isn't that his ideal place? The point is he wants to become a god who's super-powered. Why? Probably so he could beat the shit out of everyone. And on this prison, in this prison universe, he gets to stand on top of a hill and beat the shit out of everyone. Gabriel is still alive. Isn't that his point? His point was to kill every version of himself. I guess he's not the one. I guess he's the two. It's one and two. Yeah. Uh, but yes, he does say the famous line. Everyone knows uh, the famous line that is, uh, I'm no bitch, you are mine. Yeah. Which hearing Jet Li say that is uh, quite funny. Has Jet Li ever sworn in a film? Yeah, when he's getting so. shot at, one time he goes, oh shit! In this film? I really liked it, yes. Oh really? 100%. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I've never heard him swear in any law. other film. Because Jackie's sworn like plenty of times, right? Jackie swears in films. A little bit, yeah. No bullshit. He definitely says that in Rush Hour. Hell, he says the N word in Rush Hour, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't forgive him for that one. Um, but uh, yeah, he swears quite a bit. But Jet Li doesn't seem like the type of guy. Jet Li seems I, I don't know how to say this properly. Jet Li seems more of a like. Jet Li seems like he demands more, more respect than Jackie Chan, and by that I mean. So there's a scene in this film where he has an MRI. In it, when you get an MRI, you cannot wear pants. You are fully bollock naked apart from you have the thing on. But they let Jet Li wear pants because I don't think... Here's a, no, here's the thing. I think 100% Jet Li was like, I'm not going to yes, have pants. that's what I mean. I don't think he wants to show his legs. Jet Li is more, no, I don't want to do that. Jackie Chan's gotten his ass out in loads of films. Oh, Jet Li is more reserved. Reserved, that's it. That's it. A cockiness. Yes. Yeah. I think he's more a classy. Maybe not classy, but reserved. Yeah, that's a good word. Um, I don't think he he would do like outlandish things that Jackie's done. That naked. Oh, you probably haven't seen it. Uh, Jackie does a naked fight in uh, a film called Accidental Spy. Oh, it's God, really yeah. fucking good. It's a great fight scene uh, where he keeps holding stuff in front of his junk, and he's like fighting people at the same time, and he's finding different things to hold in front of his knob, and uh, it's really really good. But Jelly would never do that. I don't but think then also, yeah, Jet Li, you, you know, I mean, there if he has if he has like a love interest in a film, there's no smooches. There's no smooches. He doesn't smooch Leah, mm-hmm. right? Nope. No. Nor did he smooch Regina. Uh, he, he doesn't smooch. Oh, Gugino. he doesn't. Even, that was such a weird relationship. Yeah, you don't see much love between them, really. There's That's certainly, the yeah, there's certainly affection. I think uh, Jet Li actually smooches her hands. Hmm? He smooches her hands. In this, oh, does he? But yeah, but I together, think, yeah, like, oh, I think it's she's I, consoling. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. Yeah, more of like a, 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 it's just not something he does, like a respect thing. And uh, he's married, and yeah, I don't think that's something that he'll do. I think he smooched in his Hong Kong films a few times. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he smooches in Once Upon a Time in China, one of them, 
And I think he smooches in one of the Fong Sai Yooks as well. But he doesn't smooch in many. He's not a smoocher. Mm-mm. I could go for a smooch. What now? Wow. Hmm? Just if, if Gugino wants to well, reply to my... If Gugino wants a, wants a smooch, I think definitely smooch. Everyone would smooch Gugino. Gugino. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just a quick... Just a, yeah. Just a quick smooch. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just do many quick ones over the course of <laughs> the next four years. Right? However long she'll, she'll be with us. <laughs> Plenty of smooch. Nothing wrong with a smooch. Um, do you want to listen to questions? Yes. All right. Got some... Like got going to rain. I've got a mixed bag. Mixed bag here. Oh, it's definitely going to rain. Look at yeah. those leaves going. Yep. Wind's picked up and it's getting kind of dark out there. This is a great conversation. Sun's yeah, getting sorry. real low. So just to, you know, so you listeners can get a weather forecast of what's happening. Do you know what my last note of this film was? It just says, what a garbage film. <laughs> That's my last note. <laughs> oh, you know what my final my final thought was? Go on. Uh, I would watch uh, War over this. Oh, yeah. I said that early on. I would watch war over this. I hate war. I think it's shit. I'd watch it over this. Mm-hmm. Oh, should I just run through what I whatever I didn't say real quick? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, so the doctor at the whatever hospital, he turns his computer on by putting a password on the keyboard. But it's not on. You know, like he goes up to the computer and the screen is off. The computer is <laughs> right. off. And, and he, he goes, right. <laughs> and then the computer turns on. Like, huh? Wait, what? That's not how computers work. That's not how computers work. Uh, when Jet Lee is getting freaked out because he's like, dude, I definitely saw myself and myself is trying to kill me. Yeah. He's at the hospital. He opens the door and then the evil Jet Lee's looking at him. That's I was good. like, that was good. That was very good. And the mirror? Yeah. That's actually a very good scene. I, I really like that. Yeah, I think that works. I think that works very well. The movie. <laughs> uh, why is Jet Lee so unnecessarily evil? I, mean, I guess we kind of. He likes power. Just don't ask any questions. I enjoyed you, Law. I, I think Jet I like you, Law. I think Jet Li does a good job in this film. I think he does good at like being good and bad. It's just the film shit. Yeah, that's all it is. It's not Jet Li's fault. Yeah, like no. Lawless didn't. Ca- uh, that was a little too much. But you, Law, and Gay Law, especially you, Law. Oh yeah, Lawless. I thought he was great. I thought you, Law, was awesome. Do you know who Lawless was married to? Jude. Lucy. Yeah. Cut the podcast. Figured off. it was going to be some sort of Lucy Lawless <laughs> joke. Yeah, sorry about that. All right, questions. Yes. From Amok.pal. Shout out to you. He says, awesome episode once again. Two questions. Would you rather be really good at a music instrument you don't like or really good at a sport you don't like? Music instrument. Music. Really? However, music if you're like, bro, I uh, <laughs> I'm really good at fucking lacrosse. Or what's that one that you have like scoops? That's lacrosse, isn't it? No, but wow, that's interesting that you said that. I mean, it's like you have like ice cream scooper in your hand and you throw the ball. I don't know that one. I know what you mean, though. But wait a minute, wait a minute. What's an instrument you don't like? Like uh, the harmonica is the Harmonica is the worst instrument in the world. I fucking hate it. Oh, but if I was really good at the harmonica, it would be... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I would. I guess I would choose sport. Well, it's especially a sport. If you're... Especially if it's an instrument I don't like. For me to be good at it, that means I'm playing it all the time. And so No, no, like, no. You don't have to. You wake up and you are master at it. Oh... Uh... That would be yeah. fucking dope. You don't have to practice. You're the best. But the cool thing is, is that I fucking hate football. But if I woke up and amazing at it, it'd be like, oh, I'm really dope at football. That'd be really cool. <laughs> like if you, yeah. if you, 
you like can't do five push-ups and then you're like in the NFL. I'm like, what the right, fuck is going right. on? Yeah. I think it'd be spole. I think I'd choose spole. Yeah. I, I love the idea of being able to play an instrument. But it's one you hate. Oh, it's one you hate. hate. Yes. That's yeah. interesting. What if it's the bassoon? Bassoon's dope. Bassoon is dope. So is the oboe. Hell yeah. Bassoon yeah. is just a big boy oboe. That's right. I'll tell you what's what terrible. Instruments do you hate? No one wants to be good at the tuba. Right. right? That's the Yo, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Are you fucking killing? No one remember, wants to be good I'm at the tuba. I'm trying to remember what it sounds like. Tuba's whack. I played tuba for like five years. Yeah, but, but it was shit. Okay, you better check that shit <laughs> or I'm going to wreck that shit. <laughs> I played the tuba, man. B-flat tuba. I wanted to play the trumpet, but my fucking band director was like, how about the tuba? And I was like, well, I'm like 100 pounds. So that would be very funny. That's the only reason I picked the tuba. <laughs> and it's very easy, and you don't have to practice it. But it sucks. But There's no good sound. It's you feel the tuba. You know what I'm saying? Could you, did you say, would you say you had tuberculosis? No. Jesus. Yeah. No. Say I was, yeah, you don't have to practice. You don't have to bring it home because it's too heavy. You just do. Yeah, you're right. You're just like boop, 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 beep, boop. That's it. Yeah, I, I'm not into tubas. But if I was really good, I wouldn't want to be really good at the tuba. That's it. You know, Flight of the Bumblebee. Yeah, people play that on tuba. Oh, really? Yeah. How? Yeah. That's just, a lot. They just go nuts. Huh. On the tuba. Oh it's yeah, on the tuba though. You can play anything on it. It's just harder. I just discovered a lady. Uh, she's a harpist. She plays a harp, and she's very. Pretty. She's very pretty she's and like, stunning. And when she plays like, admittedly, it, admittedly, I was mesmerized by her. She's like smoking hot. The videos are quite ethereal. Yeah, and she dresses uh, very sexy when she plays. Mm. <laughs> you made a noise then. <laughs> mm. yeah. Well, for a, so for a second, I thought about harp because it seems like a hard thing to do. Oh, it's like so hard. But remember, it's not. But difficult. it's not. Yeah, it's not difficult. It's yeah. It's what do you uh, hate? What's what's a s- I don't know if I don't know of many instruments, or nor do I know enough of them to say that I hate the them. worst one, which no one would want to be good at. The fucking triangle. It's not really an instrument. Yeah, well, I guess really it. Symbols. Not really. Symbols are flames, though. <laughs> they can get nice when they flip them around in, in the marching bands. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But then, what's a sport you hate? I don't like any sport. So basketball, football, baseball. I'd be fine. Baseball. See, I don't. Sucks. It's not that I don't hate them. It's just I have no interest in them. No, I have a hatred. I hate hate baseball. baseball. I hate it. Yeah, I hate hate it. Yeah, no interest. You know what? Only reason why it exists. No, I don't know. Why? So people can drink. Because alcohol exists. Mm -hmm. Same with cricket, I think. And because people want to be around each other. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely you get a bunch of people in a well lit area playing music and drinking beer. I'll watch fucking anything. Well, hello. <laughs> Whoa, she's got a caboose too. Uh-huh. So Devin's showing uh, Cyrus the picture of the harpist now, and uh, Cyrus is noticing her wagon. Hang on, her boot. Yeah, I love when people say that she's got a wagon on her. <laughs> I love that phrase. Uh, yeah, she's she's an attractive woman. She's all greased up too. <laughs> there you go. You have to be to play the harp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, baseball. Okay, baseball. I'm taking baseball. Oh wait. As well. Do we want to be? good? I don't want to be good at baseball. But if you were good, you could get into the major league. Oh, but you'd hate playing it. I would just cry every day. This question is so hard <laughs> because we'd be doing something we just hate. 
all the time. Yeah, but it would be funny though at the same time, yeah. wouldn't it? Also, you could make millions off it if you were that good. Billions? Millions, mm. not billions. Unless you're fucking uh, Michael Pippin or whatever his name is. <laughs> Michael, Michael Pippin? Scotty Pippin? <laughs> I did that on purpose. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. It. I know what I'm doing. Michael Pippin. Jesus. Uh, okay, well, I answer both then. I'd be super... Playing that. She has a bunch of videos of that's how she plays. Dresses and nice. Yeah, this is just a little sexy little bird there. All right, I'm just going into the next question. Yep. Mark Dopal asks, if you can make a kung fu movie using characters from either the Marvel movies or DC movies, which heroes or villains are you using? Are you using, and who do you get to be the action choreographer and who directs? A well, firstly, kung fu film. If you have, if you're doing a kung fu film, you just have to do fucking Iron Fist, right? Iron Fist is the shit. Shang Chi. Throw Shang-Chi in there and throw the fucking guy from the mutants. Not mutants. From. Why have I forgotten their name? The Inhumans. Throw the guy from the Inhumans that's a really good martial artist. You've got those three in there. Wonderful. Fucking throw Daredevil in there. Daredevil's a good martial artist as well. Just take your best martial artist. I don't know DC's best. I don't. I know. They've got Lady Snow Dragon or something. Lady Deathstrike. Wait, is she Marvel? No, no, that's Marvel. Lady Deathstrike is Marvel, right? Who's the one in... Her? I don't know DC martial artists uh, very well other than Batman. And quite frankly, if someone did a martial arts film with Batman, I'd fucking love it. That'd be incredible. But um, yeah, I think uh, most of all, I would like to see Iron Fist and Daredevil. Um, I want someone to do Daredevil right. I'm sick Lady of... Lady Deathstrike is Marvel. Okay. I'm sick of him just being this like guy who... Is like rugged and raw, and I don't get me wrong. I love the fight scenes in the Daredevil TV show; they were great. But I want him swinging off buildings using his stick and rope thing, and I want him like fucking doing kung fu and beating up the hand, which are a bunch of ninjas. I want to see all that stuff. I, I'm I'm sick of him just being this guy who just wanders the streets like looking for a street brawl. Did you say the hand? Yeah. Okay. What? I instantly thought of um the foot. Yes, me too. Oh, from TMNT. <laughs> yeah, me too. no, I think uh, I think the ninjas are called the hand. I think in Daredevil. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, foot comes up with that shit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I think give me Daredevil, give me Iron Fist. Uh, villains, I don't know. I don't even know martial arts villains that well in Marvel. I don't know. Do are they, they have to be martial artists? I mean, obviously, it makes sense. No, no. He's saying who, like, if you want to put someone, he said a kung fu movie, but I mean, I'd love to see fucking Wolverine in, like, with good choreography behind. Oh, he, he doesn't do that, though, does he? He's savage. He doesn't fight like a. But, like, I mean, styles. but then if he knew some kung fu, that would be awesome. He does. He trained uh, in Japan, remember? Well, the, oh, yeah. In the Wolverine, he has a pretty decent sword fight. Then I'm going to throw in Wolverine. Wolverine would be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think someone like Cyclops, I think Cyclops is trained in, like, hand to hand combat. Really? Yeah, I think Cyclops so. Soft. <laughs> I never liked Cyclops. And me neither. Never liked him. Me neither. Yeah. I hope. One trick pony. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He can't do anything. He's done some cool stuff, but like he's just. You know how I beat Cyclops, the superhero? Take some, his mask off? Some pepper spray. <laughs> oh, he's got the visor on. It probably blocks it. will block it. Yeah. That's what I call my fists. <laughs> pepper, pepper and spray. <laughs> you probably just have to yank that thing off his face and then he's firing it everywhere. Yeah, Cyclops sucks. Um, no, I I love I love those um, I love like street level characters that are just good at fighting. I've always appreciated that. Like I I think Punisher having hand to hand fights would be fucking cool. I know he's a big gun man, but you know I think he he's pretty decent. Well, he gets in the asses. Yeah, 
on the streets, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's one thing. Like, I don't know anything about Punisher, but he's a bad mamma jamma. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, here's a here's a quick one. Mm-hmm. Who can take the most damage? Like, what? Like, you know what I mean, right? Not the Hulk, but like, what mortal or like regular person could just like take a lick take and keep on kicking? Most damage and like cat come back. Who? In America. So anyone with regenerative properties doesn't count. But okay. I know Cap. Or right, but he's like count. yes, a peak human or whatever. So okay. Regular people. Okay, regular people. Regular people. Got. Oh, I was gonna say Spider Man gets fucked up, but he's he's not a regular person. He's not regular, but doesn't yeah. heal faster. That's true. He doesn't. He doesn't have a heal factor. And the Deadpool's not even. Deadpool's can't, that can't yeah, like can't His is better than Wolverine's, I think. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I think Punisher would take Probably, a beat right? down and keep coming. Yeah. yeah. Punisher's a beast. They need to make... They need to bring back the Punisher show as well, but make it like better than it was. I liked it, but I want to see... First season was better than the second. I, mean, yeah. you know, I heard that actor had to uh, like not be around humans for months. Just, to just like be in like an apartment room by himself and be upset. Yeah. So he could like do his role or whatever. Makes sense. Those method actors... That's crazy. That's what fucking Heath Ledger did with the Joker. Locked himself in the room taking drugs and writing diaries. That's like legit? For real? That's definitely what happened? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty much what he did. They found his diaries. I don't think they've released them, but I think that he had a shitload of diaries. And uh, yeah, I don't think he was doing too well. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'd love... Uh, oh, as for action choreographer, it has to be one of the, the guys working today. It's all good and well saying Yoon Woo Ping or Corey Yoon or someone, but these days you have to have someone like... Uh, I don't know. Someone who's doing... Like, if if anyone's seen the... um, What am I trying to say? The Sifu, the computer game... or well, computer game. The video game uh, Sifu. If anyone's seen the live action uh, like short film of Sifu on um, YouTube. Just get whoever... Did. I think Chris Cowan did the action for that, and I think he's the same guy that did the action for Shang-Chi as well. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was Chris Cowan or Cohen. I don't know how you pronounce it. Get him to do it. Get any of the guys. Get the guys from Marshall Club. Get the guys from, you know, any of these new guys. Get them to do it. There's so many good fight choreographers. Aaron Tony, Yeah. Lots of good ones coming through. Um... And directors, it's the same with directors. Get any of the new blood that's coming through. If you want to find the best fight scenes you will ever see, don't, like today, I mean, not from yesteryear, don't look at films. Don't look to Hong Kong. Don't look to China. Look to the US and look to YouTube. That's You'll find the best stuff you've ever seen there. Simple as that, really. Uh, Finite Aperion uh, asks, oh, quite a few questions. Uh, question for the pod. Who would you cast in a modern-day remake of The One? He says, I'd cast The Rock. Bit cheating there a little bit. Uh, as one of the lead multiverse cop. And then it, he said it brings things full circle because he was the one that was meant to be in it. I would cast someone... Someone really... I would choose someone very, very good at martial arts or who can do really good martial arts. Yeah, or I'd... Ooh, I'd though. Or I'd make it like a totally different film. Hey, yeah. Buds keep falling out. Um, or I'd make it like a totally different film, and instead of like martial arts, I'd Just make it all like action, action film. That's a so good point. someone like someone who's going to handle action well, uh, whoever that may be, like fucking not, not not like Keanu Reeves, but anyone, any who's a good 
action actor. Someone like, there you go. Someone like Chris Evans. I'd put Chris yeah, Evans in I, that, I thought about that too. We watched The Grey Man yesterday um, on Netflix. And it's not great. It's fine. It's entertaining. It's, it's enjoyable. Fun, it's fun, actually. It's fun. It's not perfect, but it's fun. But Chris Evans is having the fucking time of his life in yeah. it. And, and I, it's absolute yeah. wo- it's wonderful to watch. I think he's fully capable of doing some good action. I'd love to see him in it. Well, I mean, he was Captain America. He's right, certainly exactly. done some good action. But exactly. I'd love to see him in a good shoot 'em up film because he's, you know, he's beefy. He's right. got muscles. And uh, he seems like he could be a good action actor. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see him in something like that. Yeah. Um,. Because remaking the one, I mean... Don't do it. Don't do it. And also, using a martial artist these days just might be... Yeah. You want to switch it up? You want to do something different? Yeah, Fuck do it. Action. Fuck it. I'd cast a woman. I'd have a woman version of it, and so and I'd make it someone... Uh, Who would it be, though? Yeah, that's good. Hmm. Who can handle herself these days? I don't want it to be obvious. Like, not Charlize Theron... Or not like Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, I know. Go on. Um, am I blanking on her name? You don't know. Mission Impossible lady. Oh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. Oh, that's a good shout. I agree with that. I agree. Or I would do um, the bird from um, Edge of Tomorrow. Olivia. Oh. Not, no, no, Emma. Uh, um, Emily Why? Dickinson. Blunt. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yes. Yeah. Emily Blunt. She's dope. Emily Rutledge. I like, yeah. Emily yeah. Blunt is great. Yeah. I'd put her. Yeah, there you go. That's who I'd put in it. Emily Blunt. And I'd make it like a straight up gun fest rather than martial arts. Okay. Yeah. And he says, question two. I love the contrast between the two main fighting styles of the one. Uh, Zing Yi and Bagua Zhang. He says, which two fighting styles would you like to see in an interesting square off? I'd pit the hyper-aggressive, close-range, rapid strikes of Southern Praying Mantis versus the tricky, more evasive Seven Star Mantis. Battle of the Mantis styles. You pretty much stole my answer because I love Mantis. I'm a big Mantis boy. Um, but I would do two very, very like brutal, um, heavy styles. I can't think of one. I'd do Hungar. That's, that's really my shit at the moment. Hungar against, I don't know, I don't know, Hungar like against, what's that, what's that, uh, is it a Chinese version of kickboxing that they have, oh my god, what's it called, or is it the French one, is it Savat, is that the French one, that's a, that's a one, I don't know, hold on. I have no answer for this. That is a I don't know something. Styles. I'm looking up Chinese kickboxing. It has a specific name. I think it begins with Sampo, right? What's Sampo? Sambo. Sambo? Is that is that martial art? Yeah. And it's like pretty... I don't know what it is, though. Yeah, fuck it. That's what Fyodor Emelianenko does. Sambo. Yeah, there we go. I, okay, I'd put Sambo against Hungar. Might not be that stylized but it would be like a really heavy hitting i like to see i like to see solid hits big big two big beefy guys going at it that's what i want to see that sounded weird but i want to see that different movie although yeah although i do like mantis style a lot um like northern mantis is my favorite style all right cast the ginger he asks are you a sheets tucked in untucked or don't care this is where i'm about tucked sheets tucked in. But of course, I am married to a man who <laughs> the sheets have to be untucked, and it drives me insane. 
Yeah, baby. Untucked all the way. Because they end up everywhere. Yeah. I hate it. And you do this move? You do, sorry, my feet are in the cord. You do that move? <laughs> you get the sheets spread out? Oh, yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes yeah. I, oh, well, my, my sheet, uh, my sheet tactics, damage on the five. It's, it's 40 years of training. Oh, oh yes. I'm, I'm an expert. I don't like sheets to start off with. I don't like sheets on me. Oh, I like a sheet. He goes back or and sheet, forth. Or sheet boys. He is. I am a. I am a sheet person. No matter what, sheets on me. He goes back and forth, and the problem is, when the sheet is not on him, and it just drifts further and further more onto me, and then. Most of it ends up on the floor on my side. I get tangled up in it. There was one morning. He's not looking at you at all. Yeah, <laughs> I know he is. Right there was mo- one morning I got so angry because my feet got tangled up in it. And I was trying to get out of bed to use the bathroom. And I got so angry because so much of it was on my side. Mm. I hate it. Hate it. I'm looking directly at you. Like I hate it. So my night starts. I get into bed, and my night starts with no sheets on me. Don't want sheets. I want to be out, and I want the, I want to feel the air con, and I want to get cool because I'm, I'm a, I run hot. Hmm? Boxers, boxers, boxers all day or shorts. shorts. Actually, in, like, I wear shorts. basketball shorts. Mm. But uh, I got basketball shorts, nothing else on, and I run hot. I'm a hot boy. Yeah. Uh, so I want the air con on to cool me down. Once it starts cooling me down. I get a bit warm. I get a bit warm, so I have to pull you get some a bit chilly. Chilly, sorry. And I have to pull some of the sheets on me. So I delicately take some of the sheets on me. But during the night, I don't want those sheets. So I kick them over to Devin's side because I'm sick of them. And that's when she gets upset. But recently, I've taken one of Devin's tricks and I've really gotten into this recently. So what I do is all of my body, no sheets, no sheets on any of my body, but I cover my face with them. I'll put an entire sheet. I over used my to face. do that. I haven't done that in a long time. You don't do it. For, uh, I don't do that yeah. anymore. I cover my but face. I used to like be completely a whole body under them. Yeah. Oh, she used to. Yeah. You couldn't see her. Yep. But me now, I just cover <laughs> my face, but none of the rest of my body. Okay. It just feels like I'm in like some kind of cave. A, a oh no, I get that cozy cave that I want to sleep in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I wear a CPAP. Dude, you're, it's, it's that's like a being, good move. It's like being underwater. I but guarantee see? you I would put sheets on my face if that was the thing. But for me, I mean, that it, I didn't have that problem because I just, yeah, it's like I'm... I'm I don't like that. I've just admitted this on the podcast. <laughs> yes, I have apnea, everyone. I think we already said Whatever. That. Yeah, I'm Probably. sure we've mentioned it before. Who cares? So Lots of, thousands of people do. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, but it never, I never felt like I was suffocating or anything. I just felt all snug and, and cozy and comfy. I don't do that anymore, and I don't know why. I Is used to do insane? it. <laughs> I used to do you look it like a fucking caterpillar that's about to yeah, a butterfly? Maybe because it's, maybe because it's, but then again, I don't think I did that during the winter. Because I know I definitely, if I was cold, um, 100%, like, everything would be on me to try to stay, to keep warm. Um. You know what I would do? Oh no. 100% I would do this. If I could breathe while putting my face straight yep. into the pillow like <laughs> like you're a dead man oh, yeah. like that's been floating in the water, <laughs> I would do that. But really? I can't breathe. So it's uh, the best. It's your f- you're on your belly. You're oh, I straight can't forward. Are you a belly sleeper? Cannot sleep on my stomach. I'm having an identity crisis. I go 50-50. Really? Oh, I'm never a belly never. sleeper. I've been a belly sleeper my whole life. Oh no. It hurts my back. Don't like it. I don't. I don't, I don't care for it. Back. It hurts my. It does hurt my back. Are you a sheets man? Then you have sheets I'm on sheet, you. I'm a sheet man. Oh, just one sheet. You have to have one sheet. One sheet. Yeah. In the nude. Oh, but oh, a nude. In a nude. <laughs> Fuck a 
fucking naked. Fucking naked. Really? Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you know that. I didn't know that's how you went to sleep. I, I did. I did know that, but I don't. Oh know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fully, fully nude with a sheet over you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, just, in, just you know, like when I get a, a DM or a message, I need to be ready. <laughs> oh. My uh, generals need to be. They need to be out. out they need to be ready. Really accessible. And Primed and watered. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. They need to be ready to be to to send to anyone. Anybody. Got you. <laughs> Got you. Um, a belly sleeper though. That's fascinating. Definitely not I belly like sleeper. A, I like a, a belly. I feel. I feel. If I sleep on my belly with my ass in the air, I feel like I'm too. I'm too uh, exposed. Exposed. Too vulnerable. I feel. Yes. <laughs> vulnerable. That's it. I feel like someone can just come along and just. Attack me. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a, just a <laughs> too easy. Yes, exactly. Just yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't mind my, my my cock and balls just out for people. Down, uh, and that's true. They would have to. Yeah, but it might be a ghost. If you think about it, mm-hmm. a ghost can probably get through a sheet. Shit. Yeah. You're prone to to ghost <laughs> fingers. Okay. Second question from Kaz. If you could shop for free at any one retail store for the oh, rest of... I didn't of even answer his question. You're a sheetsman. You said I'm you a sheetsman, sh- but we didn't talk about tucked or not. Oh, untucked. Oh, what are you? Very specific for me. Oh, go on. I'm a tucked where they need to be tucked. Okay. Where do they need to just be tucked? Just at the bottom of the bed. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all, all I do, too. Up. Yeah. No, no. That's just crazy. I need some anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> Get yeah, I just tuck. tuck them at the bottom too, but yeah, but if you look at them right now, they're all over the place. Because of this a tuck. maniac. Why don't you tuck these nuts? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I like, hate I, it so much. I'm, I'm an untucked boy, through and through. I have to put up with. If you could shop at any retail store for free for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? Do you want? Know I know you guys pick. Go on. What? Old Navy. No, no. Because that was my. <laughs> That's your answer. That was. I thought about it. That was the first thing that popped into my head. But you could shop at fucking Macy's, which is a million times better than. Is it? I disagree. I find more that I like at oh, Old Navy. Oh no, I'd go. I'd go Macy's over Old Navy. Oh yeah, no. I never. I very rarely found anything I like. I at Macy's. I shop at Old Navy because I have to. One, they have big boy sizes that fits a big boy like me. Macy's doesn't necessarily. And also, Old Navy's like fairly cheap. But if I had my druthers, if I had my fucking druthers, I'd be shopping at Macy's. I could rack up at Old Navy. If everything is free, though. Because they have, uh, yeah, they have. That's a good point. And they have a range. They have such a range of of, uh, articles of clothing. Sundresses, skirts, pants. They have athletic wear. No. No. Men's T-shirts. warehouse. A retail store, I would... Do you know what? I would probably... Just to be... I would honestly... If any retail store, I might even skip clothes altogether because I'm not a big clothes guy. It might even be like Barnes & Noble or Best Buy because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Blu-ray boy. What? what you what could do... You could get a lot of different... That's retail. You could do a lot with Target as well. Oh, Target. Is that a re- Yeah, that is yeah, a retail Target store. Is retail. Yeah. I don't think like a grocery store. Giant, no. 
that grocery stores on. I you could go to get Target clothes. right now and give us a nice yeah. feast. You could get yourself a lasagna. I could get clothes yeah. from Target. I could get handbags. I could get jewelry, sunglasses, a underwear, plunger. bathing suits. Yeah. I could get loads. I'm very much into my skincare. I could get a ton of uh, Target's a good one. Skincare. I could get Blu-ray Maybe from Target. Target. I'd choose Target. You could get, you can get they, everything from that. What do they call uh, like the sexy time department in the, those stores again? Uh you intimate, know the aisle, in, uh, intimate. Is it it's intimate name, whatever it is. I know what you mean. Intimate or or um or fuck, what's it called? It's just called grease you up. <laughs> it's called fuck clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, okay, I changed my mind. Target. Target's a good one. I think I choose Target because I can get I can get lots of I can get myself get a, variety. A, a new microwave, but then I can get myself Bill and Ted's on Blu-ray. Yep, I could get sheets, I could get towels. Cereal. Yeah. Anything. Like, cause I yeah. constantly, I constantly want to re. <laughs> if I had like unlimited money, I would all, I would be constantly like redecorating our apartment. And yeah, I could rack up at Target. Target's a good one because you got everything. Yeah, you got everything there. I, I think Target's a good one. A you very, to- a very cost-effective <laughs> answer. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nowhere like super fancy for all the three of us. Oh no, Target. I don't need anything fancy. I don't want. Yeah, the I wouldn't Armani choose. Store. Yeah, I wouldn't choose like Michael Kohl's or Michael Kohl's, Michael Kors or anything I would, like that. I would, yeah. If I went to like an insane, what's like the the peak? It'd be like Gucci, the Gucci store, Saks Fifth Avenue. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't even know don't what know, the big honestly. one is. I know that. Is I mean, I know it's fan, but would, then it does it. Is it still considered like fan? I think so. Yeah. Or is that like for older people? Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. Mm, no, I don't know. We don't know. But I'd go in there and be like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I'd look at the price and be like, that's $20,000. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> this is a jacket, dummy. Even if yeah. you get it for free. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would, would be do like it. that, I would get too. it, and I'd rip it up in the store. <laughs> yeah, that's what you'd get. I would be that, too. You know, like, if I went, you know, just even if I had, like, unlimited amount of money, and if I went into a store and be like, one pair of pants was $200, I was just like, that seems silly. Oh, no. <laughs> if I was a billionaire, I'd be buying Gucci. All the time. I'd be buying the most expensive stuff. Oh, I I, I'm a fan of expensive, good, good clothes because they last. I would probably they last, right? But then I would pro- maybe I would have like a few, but I still feel like you know just to be just to have a few, like a few staples. But I feel like my my normal like go to would still be a cheaper store. If you haven't all gathered, uh, we all three of us dress like fucking dildos. Because what? Because it's not like because it's not like I'd be a famous person, right? I'm just no, me. Just I have a ton of money. So what do I need? What do I need fancy clothes for? I don't know. I think I'd just feel nice in it. You know? Yeah. I mean, well. sure. Maybe just to make myself feel nice. Maybe I'd buy myself like a nice, like expensive, like dress or some sort of one of those things. I feel like mainly. I bet my main money would probably go to like to to hair and skincare. Maybe that's what I would really spend the money on. Not clothes. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Right. We good with that one? Stop playing with your mic stand. Sorry. Jesus Christ. I'm going to get you one of those fucking headsets that Janet Jackson wore <laughs> or Britney Spears wore. I guess I'm a fidgeter. So you I are a fidgeter. To fidget with. Cyrus is right there. Um, oh, we were. <laughs> oh, we were. Elijah PDX says... Ooh, uh, new? No, no, not new. He's, he's messaged us before. I do like this question, though, um, although I don't really like my answer. What's the most amazing, wild, and or unbelievable thing you've ever seen? E.g. a plane crash, a bank robbery, wow. a UFO, the live birth of a giraffe, etc. This one time... A bank camp? 
Huh? Yeah. At <laughs> it was wild. Uh, so I was at work, and this person started following me, and I was like, what is happening? And then when the dust settled, uh, the person looked just like me, and just they the were one. trying to kill me. <laughs> okay, okay got you. got really weird. I thought this was legitimately going to be a real story. <laughs> I also noticed that like for the last two years, I was getting stronger for no reason. <laughs> and did you believe me for like... A good yeah, for a few seconds, I was like, oh, a guy was following me in work. That's weird. <laughs> no. Pass. Has anyone seen anything extreme? Or I mean, crazy? I have. So... You You're have saying, you've you, you work in a veterinary clinic. Oh, it wasn't de- going to be anything like that. Oh. So was he? Is he specifying something you've seen in person? Yes. Uh, Not like on a video. Uh, We've all seen plane crashes. We saw the fucking trade center. Because that was that was that was going to be my answer. Oh, that's true. That was wild. Actually, that was the wildest thing I've oh, ever didn't see it in and person. even just even just the experience of it was that whole day. It just was fucking weird. Um. But if we're talking about in person, I'll say mine. I don't. I don't think there's nothing like crazy wild. I mean, maybe slightly, slightly gross, but nothing wild. Mine's gross, so I'm gonna come out and say it. Uh, years ago, when I was, uh, I used to get the bus to and from work. This is when I worked back in the UK, not when I worked in this country. And I was uh, driving along or riding along in the bus and we passed a car crash, um, a very severe car crash. And there was someone sat in the front of a car and they had no head. And that's the worst thing I've ever seen. That's like... You've never told me this story. Yeah, I don't talk about it because I don't, I don't like talking about it because it's gross. It like freaked me out. Even though I'm not, should. I'm not someone that like really gets fucked up by things like that, I usually have a strong tolerance. Well, the police and everything like that. Oh, yeah. There were fucking police everywhere and they were seeding it, whatever you call it, taping it off, whatever you that call it. That doesn't sound like what they did with line of duty. They have like a tent over... Oh, well, this must have been early. I mean, they didn't cover anything yet and they hadn't gotten the body out, but this body had zero head, baby. Yeah, fuck me. Because I won't go into details, but it, it, the crash was so severe that you could see what had happened. And thankfully, the bus obviously did not stop. Um, but we did roll past it a little too slow for my liking. Yeah, I don't like that. No, I don't. I, I am don't. never a person that does something like that. If there's some sort of accident or the police or there's something happening on the side of the you road, know, even if it's something where clearly all they've done is like pull someone over, mm-hmm. I don't like how people slow down to stare. Yeah. I just think it's just, it's such a, and then especially if it's a fucking accident, yeah. you know, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to just slow down and just stare at the mayhem. I'm just like, I just want to, I, I keep moving. And I always found that that's just such a gross thing to do just to the, I guess, but then that's just morbid curiosity that 99% of the world has to where they want to know what's happening and yeah. want to witness what's happening. But I am not one of those people. I just keep moving. I was also in a nightclub where someone got murdered. Um, but thankfully I did not see that. I believe my friends did, but I didn't see it. Um, I got evacuated. We got evacuated out. Someone smashed a bottle and stabbed it into another person's neck and killed them. Right. Um, this was in Greece. I was actually in Greece at the time. And uh, we got evacuated. I think it was Greece. Yeah. We got evacuated out of the club. And uh, there were people like that had blood on them and stuff. But I didn't actually see the act. Which was... Ugh. But we read about it in the newspaper. And just like the person died. It was pretty fucking grim. I'm oh glad I didn't God. see that. That would have fucked me up, I think. 
But I've never seen anything like I, I as a kid I thought I saw a ghost. <laughs> but I, I don't think I've seen a ghost. Uh but stuff like that. And I don't think I've I've never seen like a bank robbery or I think though I think yours is is you perfectly won. acceptable. You yeah, you one hundred percent won. I was I've never seen anything anywhere near anything like that. When I was in Chicago, I went to the south side of Chicago and there's a very famous uh, chicken place there called Harold's Chicken. And I was in Harold's Chicken and someone ran into Harold's Chicken. This guy ran right up to the counter and he's just like, this is my name. And he gave him his name. He's like, give me my chicken. Give me my chicken. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, you're ordered. He's like, yeah, here's my name. Give me my chicken. Give me my chicken. And we were like, why is he so obsessed with getting chicken? And they handed him his chicken, and he opened it immediately and started eating it, like, there and then, on the counter. And we're like, oh, okay, this guy's weird. And he's like, he starts eating it, and the police immediately rush in and handcuff him. And he's just like, he wanted to have his chicken before he got arrested. I thought that was quite funny. The fuck? Harold's chicken, good stuff. Southside, baby. Yeah, you win. Um, I win nothing. that one. I got oh, nothing. Uh, I saw someone, my, my buddy got ran, his arm ran over by a car. That's grim. <laughs> The car wasn't going fast, but... Did it get crushed, though? Uh, nothing broke. Oh, that's lucky. But... I still feel like even though it wasn't going fast, it's still a car. I mean, we, I was losing my fucking mind. Sure, I sure would be. Um, Without getting into... We'll, we'll make it quick. It ran... We were, like... We were young, so the car was going up this hill, and we were, like... We jumped on the side. Yeah. And he didn't quite make the jump, or slipped. Yeah. He stumbled off the car, went over, like, boom, boom. I was like, wait a second, what was that? And then, like, I see him on the street. And he's he's okay, but he's, like, he has this thing, like, where I guess he faints mm. when when shit goes. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I could, look like, watch his eyes, like, ugh. And I was like, he's going to die. He's not. He wasn't going to die. But I saw, like, the tire tracks on his arm. And Bro, fucking hell. He was fine. No yeah, injuries. Glad to hear it. That would have been horrible. Right. Um, sorry, we went down a bit of a dark path on this one. Uh, three questions. We're going to hammer them out because we're going really long. Um, these are from Martial Arts Film Freak. Uh, I'm just going to keep it at three, mate. So I know you said three to five, but I'm going to keep it at three. If you could pick up three people from history, bring them back to 2022 Bill and, Bill and Ted style, who from history would you grab and where are you taking them once in 2022? They could, they could be from recent... Or centuries ago. I don't know. Who would I want to get from, from history? Just because. Just because I'd get Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee would be one of them. Because I'd want him to see what the world has turned into. I would want him to see UFC. I'd want him to see MMA. And I'd also want him to see, like, I don't know, fucking Popeyes. His own funeral. That's fucked up. <laughs> it is, but I mean, I would want to see mine. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I bring I bring Bruce Lee. Uh, see, I don't want anyone from really old. Mm. I mean, would it be cool showing Einstein today? I guess it would be cool. It would be right. Recently. I'd like to do something like that. Yeah, bring someone back who's just like a father of like electronics or something, and then Socrates. Yeah, oh, he'd blow his mind. But we would blow his mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Socrates, bring him up here and just give him a chicken nugget. He'd melt. So there's there's um a Doctor Who episode uh, about Vincent Van Gogh. I knew you were going to say that. Oh. I haven't seen any Doctor Who, but I've seen that one. You have seen that one? Yep. Yeah. 
And so there's a part, but at the end of it, they bring him to the future because at the time uh, when he was alive, uh, uh, he was considered like a terrible artist and how no one bought his painting. Oh, that's magical. That and yeah. so at the end of it, they bring him to the future uh, to a museum and yeah, and he sees like how everyone loves and appreciated his work. And uh, I, uh, in general, great episode, but I was just like that, something like that. Okay. Whereas at the time of like their like artistry, they weren't appreciated or, you know, unknown. That's dope. And then, yeah, but then, but gained appreciation later. Okay. We'll keep it, we'll keep it as one person each, right? Yeah. I'll do Bruce Lee. You can do Van Gogh. Cyrus, Hitler. <laughs> Bring him back so I can put him back where he belongs. <laughs> Cyrus is eating right now, so. Wow, that would be that would be dark yet kind of amazing to bring back Hitler. Yeah. Anyone? Hey, look, everyone fucking hated you and happy that you're dead. Michael Jackson. Napoleon. Fascinating. Dead air, baby. No one's standing <laughs> out for you. Hitler, so I can slap him. Okay, fine, Hitler. Um, second question is just for Devin. Oh. I, I love this question because it's absolutely mental. <laughs> I just, I just love. Oh how my bon- goodness! Bon- okay, it's it relates to your job, but it's so far away. And I'll just say it. Okay, if you could humanely make a sports movie with any animal, what animal would you have, and what sport would they play? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's already been done. I like Airbud. Yeah, Airbud's a good one. That's a good one. What animal and what sport? Yeah. That's very interesting. Ooh, okay. Animal. Giant panda. Giant panda. What sport is your giant panda what playing? Sport. Tennis. Soccer. <laughs> no, I'd watch that. Yeah. A soccer playing panda bear. Yeah. That's good. Ping pong. They're so stupid. I love Racist. them so much. I love giant pandas so, so yeah, much. That's the panda's name. The, oh, the panda's called Ping Pong. Okay, got you. That's a good one. That's Thank good. You. Giant panda, soccer. Yeah. And I, well, last question is for Cyrus and Cyrus only. Oh, no. From Martial Arts Film Freak. Oh, yeah. Your roommates with two fighting game characters. What characters do you feel <laughs> would make good contributing roommates? Oh, that's a great question. There you go. I would, I would, yeah, I would need your assistance on that because it's not like I'm. This is just for Cyrus. Oh, it's just. Oh, I didn't for us, baby. Sorry. Okay, good. You guys, it's for you too. I can't answer this one. So I'll just Sonic the Hedgehog and Mario. Oh no, they're not fighting characters. Because there's like thirty of them, and I think that's enough. Go on, Chun Li would be one of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm, No, Chun Li would never. No, no, she's a woman of of business, of class as well. She's a cop. Is there a slutty one? Oh yeah, I'd pick her. Jury. She's a little crazy. Oh. Jerry? Jury. Jury. Gerald. Jerry? Jury. Jury. She's a Korean lady. Jury Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah. Jury Springer? <laughs> Jury Springer. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there's a guy named uh, El Fuerte. Okay, El Fuerte. He's got a dope name. Yeah, and he's one of these guys. A lucha libre. He's a luchador. Yeah. Not lucha libre, luchador. In cooking. Oh, okay. So that guy's in. Okay, he is in. He's in. Some okay. chilaquiles, which I've never had. Which I don't I know what they are. I think it's a breakfast dish. Oh, is it? If I'm not... Chilaquiles? Chila, chila, 
Chinchillas? <laughs> Chilaquiles or something. Okay. Uh, he's in. But we need a lady, huh? Oh, you. It's all on you. If there, you want a lady. You're... If you want a lady. You need a lady to balance out all the dudeness. Yeah, I need a lady in. We only have two bedrooms, you know what I'm saying? Oh, has got the guest bedroom. Who's <laughs> in there? Cammy, she's too angry. She's she'll, yeah. She's like, she's got the the, the <laughs> washboard abs. Too oh, bad. okay. It's emasculating. Who's got that stuff? That sweet, funky stuff. Maybe Rose. 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 She's Italiano. <laughs> okay. She's like a mystic lady. A mystic. Okay. She's like a mind reader. So she can read your palm. She can read my palm, and she can and then she can palm your balls. My balls. <laughs> yeah. She's also hot as hell. No one gives her props. Rose. Rose and El Fuerte. Good roommates. Rose and El Fuerte. I mean, oh, they both speak. They don't both speak Spanish. <laughs> one's but Italian. You said. One's Italian. Are these both street fighters. That's right. All right, so we've gone super long. We're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I really, really appreciate you uh, following us along on this little journey. Uh, I'm going to say that next week we have changed our episode um, because we have a new film hitting Netflix. uh, Netflix in two weeks. We have a brand new martial arts action film from Korea called Carter. If anyone's seen the trailer for Carter, it looks fucking nuts, this film. It looks like it could cause motion sickness. So it's going to be an interesting one to watch. We will be watching Carter. Then after Carter, we will be watching the Thai film Chocolate. Then after Chocolate, we will be watching the Samo Hung film The Victim. And then The Man from Nowhere. That's that's what we've got lined up. Uh, I haven't seen Carter. No one's seen Carter so far. So hopefully it's good. Um, hopefully it's not complete garbage but thank you very much everyone for listening if you want to uh, follow me along on social media it's foo underscore four underscore thought on Instagram foo for thought pod on Twitter uh, and again if you want to join us on the old Patreon www.patreon.com forward slash foo for thought and uh, yeah I'll hopefully see you on there and you'll literally see me do some videos and we need to do some videos for the That's Patreon true. at some point. Anyway, we're going to wrap up this episode and jump immediately into Food for Thought Uncut. So thank you very much, everyone, and we will catch you catch next, you next time. time. We did it.